0: recording it's recording bell mars i see the little red light nikki ali yay do you have a funny story this week or do you want me to go uh i guess i really don't have any funny story it's just mostly just chill at work i realize how lazy i am working from home and it's sweet because i'm always like in my helmet of salvation and a tank top with my titties popping out and a wife beaters so it's like I don't care but you know I still have that professional sounding voice great I'll go get with those safety operation reports it's right that's all you need because that's all they're gonna hear uh <laughs> that's all they're gonna hear um let's see do I have I say that like I have a funny story um <laughs> But, well, no, something kind of funny. So I made chocolate chip cookies last night at 11 o'clock because I (laughs) felt like it. Like, I was just like, I want chocolate chip cookies. Um, So I made them, but, like, I ended up with, like, 23 cookies. And, like, I should not eat 23 cookies. Like, do you see what I'm saying? And so (laughs) I text my brother, like, uh, my brothers. And I'm like, does either of y'all want chocolate chip cookies? And then Big Head's going to say... And the text message back, do they have nuts in them? And and like, he doesn't even know who I am. Like, he doesn't know me, right? (laughs) So I text back and I was like, why would I ruin a perfectly good chocolate chip cookie with nuts? Exactly. (laughs) And he's like, you right. And I was like, I know I'm right. Why? You act like we're not related. Like... I we like none of us will eat anything with nuts in it and so I'm just like why would I make cookies that I want to eat and put nuts in them exactly So he was like I'll be by sometime this weekend to get some and I was like (laughs) (laughs) because you know I'm not bringing them over there okay you better come here for them (laughs) yeah and my sister Stewie, like, well, just really just talking to her and her aggressive personality and, you know, her just cursing the dog. No, you're fucking psycho. I don't like you looking on my knee. Speaking wait, are you talking to the dog or talking to your housemate? The munchie's dead, so yeah. <laughs> Not looking on your knee. Listen, I know people have a different erogenous zones or whatever, but like, why you licking any part of my knee though? <laughs> <laughs> stop. Don't get your mouth away from there. If you're going to put it somewhere, put it up. Like come North, damn it. Like... Yeah. And we're trying to get our niece Munchie like, oh damn, we need to pretend to be someone that's under 10. And my niece Munchie's like, I'm under 10. Like, damn it. No, you're too big. So. <laughs> Man, same. Like that was me as a child. Like people stop. I feel like as soon as I hit four feet tall when I was seven, like people were like, you're not seven. Like I would tell them my age and they would be like, no. Like that's not, (laughs) they they started asking like when I was going to graduate middle school. And I was just like, I'm not in middle school. Like (laughs) (laughs) Like, I was like, I was round, I was tall. And so people were like, oh, that's a grown woman. And it's like, (laughs) no, I'm seven. Oh my god. Um so Welcome back to Confrontational Millennials. I'm Nikki Alley. And I'm phil Mars. Um, today we're actually gonna talk about like adult relationships as adults, like as opposed to when we were children. But really quick, I do wanna say, um a couple of things like rest in peace to that man um prince philip um duke of edinburgh even though like he wasn't that great of a person but you know like that was still uh queen elizabeth's whole husband and even though he looked like he could be her his her grandfather and um you know They're what? also cousins too, so. You know what? We're not going to go into that, but that's also <laughs> a fact of life. And you know what? Like rest in peace to that man. And like, um, hopefully he didn't end up in Hades. Um, and if he did end up in Hades, hopefully he took a stripper pole down there. Like little Nas X. <laughs> anyway, um, I do want to give like a serious, like rest in peace though to Dante Wright. Who was, um, who was murdered in a um, police standoff um, earlier, I believe, like late last week or earlier this week. I'm not too sure on the date. I'm going to be totally transparent with y'all. I have not looked at any social media since I heard that this happened yeah. because- then I'm- then Alex Trebino mm-hmm. in Chicago and then the mass shootings because it's really sad to me because I actually took a nap. Uh, The day before, because I remember it was on a Thursday, Mm -hmm. I woke up, you know, it was one of those good ass nap where you just woke up to another world and my dad's Mm -hmm. like, oh, you're up? I'm thinking, yeah, I am. Oh, there's been a mass shooting and a FedEx delivery. I'm thinking, damn. Yeah. So I'm thinking rest in peace to the many victims of gun violence that we had this last week. I mean, weeks since gun violence in the US, whether from cops or mass shooters, zero in America right like we we were doing so well y'all and then you got a little shot so you could go outside and this is what you do but I'm just saying like yes rest in pizza Dante Right, there was also um a 13 year old boy that was killed um Alex Trebino in Chicago Chicago, also rest in peace DMX yes DMX so who rule like Late '90s, early 2000s hip hop. Also, still part of my workout routine and extra. living can give it to him. I mean, and of course, just like with Prince Philip, he does have his controversial past. Yeah, probably not getting into it too much. Yeah, no, but you know, like both of those people. Like, even though I I poked fun at like Prince Philip or whatever, I really do hope that you know, like his family is. Like mourning and grieving and i hope that they you know get to a place of peace i mean he lived a long life and hopefully he's at peace now and for dmx it was it's upsetting like the the way that he had to go but like hopefully his family um can you know attain yeah. peace through this so and to all victims. yeah i think it's crazy that prince philip is actually older than indian independence older than like a lot of the, independence of the uh, Caribbean colonies, because my father, being from Barbados, was born in 1956, mm-hmm. and they didn't get their uh, independence till like 1964, 1965, somewhere in the mid-1960s. So and I asked him, since he was born under the British crown, does that mean he could possibly get knighted? He said, well, they, he it's no longer part of the British, but I guess it's technically part of the Commonwealth, but the queen is no longer head of state. They're trying to get her off. So, mm. well, good for Barbados. And it's so crazy, like, to think of, like, the fact that there are people literally older than other, con- like, country, whole countries' independence. Like, it's, <laughs> it's as insane to think about, but it's true. Like, I mean, like, Barbados, like, that you just mentioned, uh, like, freaking uh, South Korea has only been, like, a country for, like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm almost as old as no, I'm not. But like I'm pretty sure it's only like a, like a decade older than me. That's crazy. But like <laughs> it's it's true. That's insane. But yeah, like rest in peace to all of those people who were victims and who died. And to the, everybody who, you know, died of natural causes and yes, and those of covid victims cuz I thinking we're past like half a million deaths of covid. Um, so I'm thinking whether you're vaccinated or not, please continue wearing your mask. And I guess from, like uh, I guess a little fun fact, probably everyone should get vaccinated and also wear a mask. Cause I'm thinking it's kind of like all of us are in a pool and you guys decide to have a designated peeing area in that pool. I mean, sure. I may not pee in the pool, but you may pee in the pool. So therefore we still get pee on us. Stop peeing in the damn pool. That the, for this analogy and also in general, stop <laughs> peeing in the goddamn pool. Like we're trying to have a good time. Summer is coming. I'm trying to have a hot girl summer. Oh my god! Wait, did you see the chat? Freaking uh, tanks made a white boy summer video. Wait, a video? I thought you just made the clothing line. No, there's a video. <laughs> there's a video out. Ooh. With that, we're gonna like transition to like adult like yeah because chet hanks is unlike his dad tom hanks and speaking of parenting styles yeah parenting style. listen i tom hanks i feel like you're a great person i feel like you did your best to raise chet but i also feel like you made a mistake as soon as you picked that name <laughs> like you should never have picked that name i don't know if it was you or your wife i don't know whose whose fault this was but neither of you should have picked the name Chet. It's like you set this man up to be a fuck boy. And I just I'm just like names have power people. Okay. in fact, I'm gonna read you the definition of Chet. <laughs> okay, I guess not to make dead space. So parenting relationships because you know, the average millennial age is between 20 to 20 something to 40 something. So I'm thinking a lot of people when think of young kids as not millennials. You think of Gen Z. And I guess the generation younger than Gen Z, I think it's probably Gen Alpha. So yeah. generations are so weird and shit. yeah, because I'm thinking it's like a soft cutoff, because like some counts, like my little my little brother, who's born in 96, mm-hmm. uh, depends who you ask who's millennial. They said, oh, millennials stop in 1994, some people say 96, some people say it all the way up to 92. But since, you know, all my siblings and I have been rate are pretty close in age, since I'm about 94, well, Nikki Allen are 94. So we're all both pretty close in age. So what is the definition of Chet? Um, I can't find it. And I'm upset in this (laughs) book. Like, it's not, oh, wait, no, I found it. It's under Chester as an alternate name. It means from the camp of soldiers. It's Latin. Well, I just think uh, names change over time. That's true. Like, Aaron is a bad word now, apparently. Yeah. (laughs) And like, for example, the most common name in like Iron is like Tyrone. And you, and like in America, we think that's a black name. That's right. But wait till you meet a white ass man with red hair and you're talking about my name's Tyrone. And it's like, what? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, because I guess it's different. Because you know, when the Irish first came to America, they weren't considered white. And I think Muhammad Ali's great grandfather was an Irish man. He married a free black woman. They had some land. So and and you know, me have like Bayesian heritage. A lot of Irish were shipped off to Barbados. So I have a high alcohol tolerance and freckles. <laughs> get it high alcohol tall actually tyrone is gaelic all of you um naysayers who think that black people came up with that name it's gaelic it means from owens land so yes. that you can tell that's a fun fact as you can tell your friends okay so i'm thinking tyrone Hailey. <laughs> get it see we didn't that's not we didn't come up with that we, Tyrone mcgillencuddy get it oh that sounds great what a name but <laughs> <laughs> well, i'm pretty sure there probably is a tyrone cuddy. so that's that is a pretty cool name if you're out there tyrone you call us we won't call i'm not gonna call tyrone you should call us <laughs> oh my goodness um okay so yes getting off of names um relationships as adults um when you're adults with an adult parent, you're an adult child with adult parents. I can speak. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. There's relationship shift a little bit because, uh, as you may know, us millennials are broker than our parents. I mean, I have boomer parents. Yes. Well, a boomer parent because my mom was actually Gen X because there was like quite an age gap, but. And anyway, back on the point that, you know, I still, cause I'm a little bit broker than where my father was. And I guess it's a little bit different cause you know, he came to this country young then he lived in a hotel, one bedroom, worked full-time, went to school full-time then went to the military which helped probably fast-track into American citizenship. So it is also a different time too, where, you know, they like immigrants pre-9-11, everyone just trusts you. And I think also before credit reports, we just, if you seem honest, we'll give you the apartment. You don't need like background checks. Nope, you're honest. And also here's a good house and also college was cheaper, like $20 per credit hour. Like that sounds amazing. I could pay that off right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could just work at, like McDonald's and thinking, great, now I'm set for life. And also where you just have like an associate's or a bachelor's, you're set for life. Because if you ever seen like those uh college text. well uh high school yearbook like people in the 70s some of these people like they have a mortgage we're fucking old as hell like how the hell are you a sophomore and you like are baltic right listen listen um right yeah so I mean a little bit like I'll go over a little of my family setup since like Belmars went over hers um Mm -hmm. my two brothers are like exorbitantly older than me so Mm -hmm. like in some cases like and like my the middle child's girlfriend actually tries to argue with me all the time about if I'm Z or like a millennial and I'm like no girl I'm a millennial stop trying to like stop yeah. trying to like you know girl splain like no i must say mansplain she's not a man stop trying to, <laughs> <laughs> so to generation explain okay you're a millennial i'm a millennial you're not that much older than me um but generations are weird so like but they're like exorbitantly older than me like the eldest is 12 years older than me which like i feel like sometimes means that he should be x like yeah gen- and then like the other is like eight seven years older than me so like we're about the same like you know and I can kind of see that in the fact that I'm an adult now in the way that like the brother that's closest to me like our like like morals are kind of in the same vein and like our ideas are in the same vein and the eldest is kind of not totally there right like I think he like the eldest still has very like traditional values that like the middle child and I don't entirely agree on so that's also like an interesting dynamic like to see that like he's kind of it's almost like the eldest like big head is caught in the middle between like our parents because he is technically if he if you want to call him an ex even though he like was born like at the beginning of the millennial era era (laughs) Like he is technically caught between a boomer, boomers, and millennials. So it's kind of yeah. interesting to yeah, see. Yeah, because Gen X, I guess, was called the slacker generation. Yeah, these so. like stupid names that they come up with like for yeah, us a lot of things that we complain about with millennials will also reflect on boomers like self-centered we're not religious we demanded everything that's with the boomers because you know there's like mm-hmm. an answer anti- and I guess kind of like mine because I have the oldest Stewie she's kind of like the older millennials since so I think she was born in like the late 80s I'm going to say 88 89 and then mm-hmm. my Older brother, he's probably around the same time. He went off to the military, lives in North Carolina, got married, got divorced, got married again, had a daughter, mm-hmm. I never met her. And then there's my other sister um, who's born like 92, out in Arkansas with another man who's a bit old. I want to say he's probably Gen X. So yeah, I guess she's happy with her daughter. Then there's me. Mm-hmm. I have no kids I have like three succulent plants get it succulent plants uh two of them are dying but one oh, them- no plant mom <laughs> two of- yeah I'm gonna try and save them and then my younger brother and of course my me and my younger brother we lived with our dad and my older sister kind of like made her my oldest sister kind of made her away in the world so she kind of like take out the roles of like mom-ish when my mother passed away, she kind of took my other sister, trying to take care of her in New Orleans. It's it's definitely a lot. So, but yeah, I think, but she also experimented like generational differences because she's a teacher. Yep. And, you know, yep. the older, she's like, oh, if you use technology in the room, uh, you're a bad teacher, but yet they can't work fucking Google. So I was like, okay, grandma. Not Google, like the only good search platform. <laughs> the easy search platform that there is <laughs> so and yeah so there's like different generational because my dad's like boomer but I guess he's a little bit more sympathetic because he said it's probably harder for you guys to get out in the world so I guess I do appreciate so part of the it's like as he gets older he probably gets less stressed because you know sometimes p- times as parents and times as a grandparent because when he interacts with my nieces it's different than when he interacted with me when I was that kid right yeah exactly and that's like that's a good segue into like so we we have a little bit of different circumstances like your father is a grandfather my parents are not grandparents um but it's like it's interesting how they transition as they get older I found that my parents are like a lot I mean you may see this with your dad too but I feel like my parents are like a lot more like they don't they don't they're like stuck in their ways like there's no changing like their like beliefs and their like yeah. stuff like that so i don't know if you experience that with your dad as well or if like you feel like he's getting more mellow or, or what but um in some aspects yes and other aspects no because i think probably the difference in generation we do bump over issues because I remember my dad was talking about traditional marriage and thinking what do you mean by traditional marriage because I'm thinking divorce is banned by the bible but I'm just thinking we probably don't want to go there and have that conversation Mm, that's long great that's sticky situation um I mean but he isn't like against gay but he's thinking probably get married so I'm just thinking, so what do you mean? Or I guess probably a lot of things, he probably is not open-minded because I'm thinking, okay, probably don't say this word, like don't say the word Oriental when describing someone that's Asian, mm-hmm. Asian American, unless you know their ethnicity and you probably specify a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah, like my parents are, so this is going to be like, like, just a trigger warning for those people who maybe are trans or are part of the trans community. Sorry in advance, but like recently one of my cousins has has basically um, transitioned into a woman and she would like us to call her she or they, right? right? And, um, so of course it's like a, it's just as it's a transition for them, it's also a transition for your, the whole family. And like most people are fairly like accommodating on both sides. Like, oh yeah, like you probably will have to correct me a couple of times because again, like this is a transition or whatever, but you know, like most reasonable people will be like, that's fine. As long as you make an effort. Right. Right. So she kind of has I mean, I haven't really gotten to interact with her since she's done this, but like, you know, like my my dad has talked about it with her siblings and whatnot. And like, I, I recently when we were at, I'm um, not Thanksgiving, Easter, like there was a conversation that was had in which my mother basically said, like she wasn't going to use the term they because they had... Like the family had essentially raised Erica as a boy. So it's like, that's like, that's all I'll ever see you guys. And so like, and this is where I think it was interesting to kind of see like the, like, like the connect, like the disconnect between me and my siblings, because um, like my, the middle child and I were both kind of like, it's literally just like a pronoun. Like, nobody's asking, like, it's not like she's putting a gun up to your head and saying, hey, like, I need you to pay for top surgery, or something like that. Like, it's literally just call me she, they, right? And so we're just kind of like, why is that so hard for you, right? And and it's just like, no matter how much logical sense that argument makes, like, it's, it's, there's no moving like a parent when it comes to like, that kind of choice, For me, like that I've seen on for my parents, like it's just kind of like a no, even though like we made the argument that it's just kind of like, but that's what she wants to be called like that's her identity, you're disrespecting her identity right so it's just kind of like I also kind of feel like that's that's comfort levels as well like as soon as you kind of nudge like I think like parents and elder people kind of out of this comfort level that they've been in like that's where you like start getting pushback and it's 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 for me I guess I don't understand it because I am the age that I am like you know Like it's just kind of like it's for such a small thing, like you're making such a big deal out of not doing it. and it's like it literally would get cost you nothing to just try. Because and I understand if you like get misgendered because I'm thinking if you call you like your mom sir or your dad ma'am, they'll probably get a little bit heated, right. So and so and I guess also comes to like exposure, because, you know, I guess my father and I guess your parents kind of grew up in a kind of a homogeneous childhood where most people are the same where I think with us, we kind of grew up in a diverse environment because you know different people of religion so learn okay you can't say this this is offensive and of course there's some microaggressions here and there and probably some asshole people also there as well yeah so and I think probably it might just be exposure and I guess the way they were raised yeah and I find it so like interesting I feel like they also cherry pick parts of like the culture that they like for example, i'm just gonna go with like the lgbtq plus culture like i right. feel like they cherry pick which parts that they're okay with like my mom is totally okay with like supporting like you know uh what was that guy that used to be on hgtv his name was david like he was a designer or something. I don't remember. his like art? No, uh, Tutora? No, fuck. I don't remember. <laughs> but like he, like like people who used to watch like HGTV in the early two thousands know exactly who the fuck I'm talking about. But like yeah. he was like this designer named David, and like my mom used to love watching him. So she'd watch. She'll watch like Queer Eye right she'll, like she'll consume the media like she loves um cam and like uh what's the what's the other character's name on modern family the gay couple she loves oh, yeah. um uh yeah. yeah mitch mitch and cam like she loves the two of them on like the show so she'll consume the media and my dad will like watch pose which like be- like puts transgender like characters in your face but it's like when it comes to the real life like real life situations it's like you cannot pay the same interest and like respect to the culture as you would when you're like you just want to consume it for entertainment value you don't actually want to look at the hidden yeah. behind it and it's just like yeah and I guess it also uh, challenges your preconceived notions because I'm thinking you're absorbing characters. So right. when you see like, okay, here's someone that's a lesbian, could you think, okay, they're supposed to be butch and everything and they're there like, is, oh wait, they're really feminine. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, talking with like my LBGT friends I'm thinking there's really no difference between them like trying to find the right person and kind of like incompatibility. So I'm just thinking, okay, I see a lot more expressions that people are just more than just their sexuality. So I'm just thinking and kind of people just get hooked up on that one part of the identity. So it just kind of like destroys other things. Yeah. So I guess probably they're not exposed to it. And I'm thinking, even though they are exposed and thinking, okay, it's just in small doses, like, okay, it's TV. I don't have to see it in my face. So, and I guess they probably just said in their ways. So I guess that's kind of angry with my, uh, I guess, angry with like different generation standards. So it's like, okay, our parents' generation is less racist than our grandparents' generation. So I'm just thinking kind of like each generation hopefully gets more open-minded each generation Mm -hmm. about certain things like women voting, women getting outside the house. That was a controversial point, I guess, and thinking, okay, whatever, men can do whatever they want. So I'm just thinking probably as millennial parents, we may be I guess, like, you can't date robots or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, like, at this point, like, I'm trying to think of, like, what, like, maybe androids will be like. like you said, like, androids or robots will be a thing. We'll be like, I don't like the. <laughs> robot sexuality. Like, that's right. I don't like the way he looks at you with his robot eye. What if he's scanning you? <laughs> but, so, like- yeah. No, God. Yeah. So, so, yeah, I just think probably it's just the exposure to the culture. Because I'm thinking gay people always exist. Right. But I'm just thinking they're now giving them more comfortable. They're out loud and proud. And they're getting, like, more opportunities. So I'm just thinking more exposure. So I'm just thinking kind of like with, like, racist white people. This is not what I'm used to. And I feel scared. But then at the same time, are we also, like, giving them an excuse to kind of use? Because I think, like, like you said, like because we're still going on this like gay like this is obviously not going to like be going to be the whole topic but we're just going to continue with this line of like you know the gay community it's not like our parents never saw any like gay people whatsoever in fact like my there's a saying from my I don't know if this is just a country ass thing or like specifically where they're from but my parents would be all like oh there's a little sugar in his tank like when they're referring to someone that they suspected was gay, right? So it's not as if like, this is a whole new like idea to them. And like, oh my god, I've never seen a gay person. It's just that in the 60s and 70s, like people were not as out as they are now. And so it's just kind of like, like, I don't I feel like that's giving them too much of an excuse to just be all like, oh, you're not used to it. So you don't know how to react. Yeah. No, you were you were tee hee and gossiping with your friend at the watering hole at the colored section in the segregated school about who you thought had sugar in their tank or not. Like, it's not like you didn't know. Yeah. I don't think it excuses it either. I'm thinking, yeah. okay, there were. So yeah. And I know my followers talk about how there was like a transgender person, like in the office where they worked. So instead, so the office decided to accommodate to kind of make like a handicap or gender neutral bathroom, which, you know, has like a shower in it to accommodate for people who are gender neutral mm-hmm. or like trans. So mm-hmm. I think it was talked about, so I'm not sure because, but yeah, I'm thinking I understand. Well, I think it understandable that was a different time, but I guess it doesn't always make it excusable. Right. Yeah. And I think that's an important distinction to make. Like, yes, we understand that like, this is like, this time is not the same as your own time, but it's not as if any of this is new, like trans people, not new, uh, gay people, not new, um, other like important topics that we still haven't got to, not new, like, so Another thing that, like, kind of came up, I think, I think I kind of want to, like, try like, so I think this is a good segue to kind of, like, boundaries with your parents. Right. Um, uh, Because we, like, I, it was interesting, like, I think a couple of weeks ago, we had a question on the that we did on the podcast, where basically, like, do you remember, like, it was this couple who were saying that they didn't want their parents to indoctrinate their child into, Like, so uh, that kind of came back around on Easter, which I thought was really interesting um, for my parents, because they were talking about an issue that my cousin was having with her own mom and how she felt like, um, you know, like her daughter essentially couldn't tell her what to do with her grandchild. Right, And I think it's interesting, like, so we, I had a whole discussion with my mom and my dad about that the the day before Easter and then Easter about boundaries, right? So like, again, like it's kind of like the middle child and I, like, like to make this even worse, like just for something for the audience to kind of laugh at. Like it was the middle child and I who again are like seven years apart. Like he was born in 86, I was born in 94. And right. so, like, there's a gap, like, it was he and I, like, basically versus the whole, almost the whole entire rest of the table. The only two, well, really three people who weren't participating was, like, my dad, the middle child's girlfriend, and Big Head. Because, like, he he was on his phone. Right. So, like, but it was my mom, who's a boomer, and then, like, my cousin, who's also a millennial, he's, like, a year old, two years older than me. Right. And then... um. So it was the two of them and then the two of us. And I just thought it was so weird because, like, it, it, I thought it was so weird because, like, the, old, the other millennial at the table was, like, really being really traditional. And it right. was just kind of like, but why? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so we were having this, like, whole argument about how, like, well, the way I want to raise my kids is not the same way necessarily that you raised me and that, like, i don't want you to spank them or like right. maybe i'll be like i don't want you to give them candy or like i don't want you to take them like you know to sunday mask i mean right. like, my <laughs> and so like my 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 mom's arguments to this was kind of like well if you drop them off your sunday i'm going to take them sunday and i'm like okay but that's not what i meant like if what when i say like i don't want you to like maybe like you know, indoctrinate them into like the Catholic church or whatever. I mean, like, don't be reading the Bible to them. Like if I drop them off or having like (laughs) sending them to like into the, like, or like sending them to like vacation Bible school, like if I give them to you for a weekend, like, that's what I mean. And it's like, it's, and it's just an interesting thing to kind of be all like, I mean, as an adult, I would expect you to kind of respect me and the boundaries that I'm trying to set and the way I'm trying to raise my child. And it's just kind of like the things that kind of kept coming back like to me and then like the middle child, obviously, cause he was helping, like was just kind of like, well, you can't dictate like how I, the relationship I have with my grandchild and you can't expect to raise the grandchild on your own like and if you and because I basically was kind of like well if you're not going to respect the way that I decide to raise my kid why would anybody want to leave their their children with you if you're gonna blatantly go against them right like right. then you like I'm not gonna basically like just leave them with you and so like the thing that I kept getting back was well then that would be your fault for cutting your child off from their village right right and like, it's like my, and like, to me, that was kind of crazy that it's just kind of like, so because like I said, like, I'm trying to raise my child to be better than I was. And I think that the best way to go about that is to not repeat like the same things that you did to me. Like, right. it's just kind of like, oh, like, 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 I'm not going to respect that. And like, what are you trying to say? So I think like, it goes into like when you first try to set boundaries with your parents like it's a like immediate defensive mode so i don't right. know if like you've had that happen to you or not like um i guess probably not too much because i'm guessing my i guess my father's a little bit more respectful of my boundaries because i'm guessing he understands that i'm an adult, but i can understand like looking at like other people and their boundaries. Cause I understand like with some millennials and some of my friends who are millennials, they probably like cut off earlier where it's like, okay, only see you for my parents on the holidays. And I have my own bills and I have my own shit to take care of. So I guess probably maybe it's probably a way that about their parenting. Cause like with, with my niece, but uh none of my nieces from my understanding, like with my older sister, my older sister, Stu, my older sister Stewie, and then my other sister, uh like they don't spank their kids, kind of like strict discipline and probably like a plop on the hand if you're acting stupid, but right. like no uh whoopins. Um But I understand with my sister Stewie, there's probably some kickback from her in-law family because, you know, the in-laws don't really like her. And, of course, there's like friction between the two. And because they thought, okay, she's young and we're a Catholic family. So we're going to baptize her. Mm -hmm. And the only one that's Catholic in the family is uh, Munchie's dad. Mm hmm. So they were probably raised and of course being it's louisiana like at the time besides the charter school that my sister stewie's teaching at uh mm-hmm. the other good schools were the catholic schools. so right. she's probably hardcore in that catholic faith i'm thinking out of respect out of my knees sure i'll play along with it but she's thinking oh are you a virgin i'm thinking Psst. and her aunt, other aunt's like no like you're not <laughs> 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 and try to give my sister munchie also put my sister stewie in her drink uh holy water <laughs> i love <laughs> munchie listen y'all understand like we have to have like a conversation with munchie even if it's only like 30 minutes i'll be fine with the 30 minute podcast in which i just talk to munchie about like something i don't know but something <laughs> it'll be good <laughs> so yeah i for so, for so far, there probably isn't because I guess my dad's kind of reached that point in his life where it's like, okay, if it's not something he's good with, he probably won't give me advice, like marriage, because my dad's been married and divorced a few times, so he probably won't give me advice on marriage, but he'll probably give me a lot of advice on money mm-hmm. since, you know, he paid off a house, he built, like, a gym in the back of our house, um, I, I know it makes it sound like I'm rich, but we're really not like probably like upper middle class middle class. Yeah, we are. We are not rich. Let me just let tell everybody that right now the two of us, our families are well off, but we're not rich. <laughs> like Middle class Whereas, like, OK, well, if I stay with my mom and my dad never took custody of my brother and I, I'll probably, probably be like poor. Who knows? I'll probably be a single mother. Uh, <laughs> Yeah he wouldn't be my best friend oh my gosh there's an alternate universe in which that happened and i feel so i still feel so bad for that nikki alley and belmars (laughs) or maybe i might probably end up smart and deal with my sister stewie did because she ended up she was smart got a full scholarship went to dillard university and then transferred to lsu got her masters, gone to law school be like fuck law school she gets make more money with her masters (laughs) and teaching (laughs) I just love your sister, like, I love her. Yeah, I mean, she ain't shit, but she's my sister, and I love her dearly. so mm-hmm. as, Talk I guess her. as much as pushback, and I guess with my sister Stewie, she's kind of like a mother to me, mm-hmm. so she probably gives me advice uh, about relationships, and but I'm guessing she's also, she's my sister. So she's not too intrusive about my life as long as I'm doing the shit I need to do. Like, okay, get more education you need to. Because my dad my dad already paid for my bachelor's, but he said you're on your own with everything else. So, okay. so and he's not too pushy about religion because I guess his dad, my grandfather was pushy about religion. He wanted to go in the cloth. My father wasn't with that. He was planning on dropping out of high school, but he didn't. Then he went to go get his- associate so I guess he's not super religious but he probably might go to church now since he retired just for the social aspect but (laughs) I I also know he's not super into religion so Mm. I mean a couple things there that we kind of like bump politically because I know we kind of like debate a little bit about immigration Mm. because I remember he said you know Trump kind of makes a few points about immigration but thinking aren't you an immigrant that's the thing that's like wild to me, like that immigrants are that way about new immigrants. And I'm like, but if it weren't for immigration, you wouldn't be here, though. <laughs> like, but- <laughs> Yes. And but he said that recently thinking, you know, if I try to come to the country today, Apollo be harder. So I'm thinking, yeah. So it's like pre 9-11. Uh, he came on a good time and he came with military because there's like dreamers right now who are uh, who are in the military and still can't get. US citizenship Yeah I mean it's people are consistently trying to make things harder for the younger generations and it kind of sucks but like you know we can, the only thing we can hope is that when our generation kind of you know ages uh, uh, ages old enough I mean there are like some of us in politics right now but like we need to kick these oldies out because like bruh yeah, and I guess really more so the toxic mindset because, you know, Tommy Loring, Candace Owens, uh, Ben Shapiro, they're all around our age and they're mm-hmm. ignorant as hell. You're ignorant as fuck. And it's just like, what the fuck? But like, okay, so like, do you feel like you ever had to set? well, I see, well, you did say that he seems yeah. like he respects your boundaries. I don't, yeah. I, I think like the issue that a lot of like maybe like, And I guess I won't narrow this to just children of color, but like, I think like a lot of issues that like, you know, our generation maybe has and like moving out and like, you know, kind of establishing our adulthood is that like, you know, it's this whole like my house, my rules mentality, right? (laughs) Oh my God. If I don't stop hearing that phrase, um, unpopular opinion for me is probably and we like fun fact we almost didn't in a popular opinions show today but we didn't um maybe next time but in a popular opinion for me is just kind of like like if my house my rules infringes upon like like basic human like rights then like you're not that's that's bullshit it shouldn't be in place like i i feel like it's just it's a it's a reason for like parents to kind of like disrespect their children in a way. Like you know and it yeah. and it sucks because I feel like I feel like we're learning this as like generations are coming up and they're raising their own child like kids but like kids are like mini adults. You know yeah. they're not it's not like they're a new total species or or whatever. Like you you should treat you should treat a child and teach a child to be able to function, I think you're muted on me. Can you hear me now? Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. I think I accidentally hit the button. I don't even know what I said. Okay, <laughs> so I'm gonna just repeat myself. Um, I think we should treat children and teach children, um, to be decent adults as an adult, right. like when they become an adult. So like it, so it means like, like talking to your kids with respect like and I just I don't understand why that's such a like hard thing for people to grasp like just kind of being like if a kid is having a temper tantrum Like, yes, we're not, like, adults don't do that, but it's kind of being like, okay, can you tell me, like, what's going on? Like, take a second, breathe, because adults may not have temper tantrums, but they can have breakdowns, like anxiety attacks. Like, they can, like, just, just, like, burst into tears, like, randomly if they're stressed. So, like, it's taking a second, just as an example, to, like, sit with the child and be like, okay, okay what's going on? Like, why are you reacting like this? Is there something I can do to help you? Like, I want you to express your feelings, like, in a way that makes sense. Instead of just kind of being like, stop that. Like, we're not having that here. Like, get your shit together. Like, it's just kind of like, it's not making good adults. Yeah, I guess it's kind of like a generational thing. Kind of like, I was raised this waste and I end up fine. So just kind of like, do that. And I know if like when, my, when I lived with my mother, so it's kind of like, okay, I pay the bills, you have to listen to me. So I guess kind of like, okay, the fact that, because I didn't ask to be born, I didn't. So I'm thinking you're the one that had the kids. So I'm thinking yeah. it's your responsibility as a parent to take care of me. And I understand you don't want kids to be disrespectful and run buck wild, but I'm just thinking when they say my house, my rules, it's kind of like thinking since I have the money, since I have the coins to the purse, you have to do what I say. So it's kind of like an ownership,
1: yeah. which I guess is
0: kind of like a bad mindset to carry into and thinking, okay, go with someone that has money and then next, you know, dread and you can't really depend on yourself. So it's kind of like, okay, what happens if you get older and that parent can't work? So why would I just cut off that? Parents are thinking, okay, I have the money, mom. You have to do what I say. Right, and if you, when you try to flip the script on them like that, that is not like, my brother, the middle child has like made many jokes in which he said, what are you gonna do? Like when you need us to take care of you? right, or whatever, right, and, like, he's, like, maybe I'll put you in a nursing home, right, and, like, they both are, like, how dare you, the other two won't let you do that, and I'm, like, I don't know, sometimes you be working my nerves to where I'm, like, maybe you should go into a nursing home, like, and so I'll threaten them with that a lot now as an adult, like, to be all, like, I mean, I should, I would watch the way you treat me, like, I, like, you know, and they're not taking care of their parents, I'm not sure if their parents are alive or dead, I'm just Mm -hmm. thinking, so, I mean, and like my parents aren't in a, in a situation right now where they do have to financially support their their mothers, which my grandmother's the only remaining like grandparents I have alive. They, they have to financially support my my grand, both my grandmothers. And so it's just kind of like, I mean, you see how difficult it is. That's what I don't understand. Like this whole like lack of empathy thing as well. Like in adult relationships, like you understand how difficult it is to like financially like take care of your parents and like kind of have them fight you like, you know, on decisions that you know are better for their health. And yet like you're kind of coming at me in the same way that your parents are. Like you think it's some sort of like, like luxury like it's a it's a privilege you have now now you get to be old and ornery and like make like difficult to me because your parents made like difficult to you like it's like we don't all have to be miserable like you could choose to not be difficult like you could it's a choice that you could make like because listen for me personally I don't give a fuck like yeah I love y'all but what I'm not about to do is like work myself to an early grave, like or to the bone, like to make meet all your demands. Um when you are not like helping me. Out, I'll throw your ass in a nursing home. We'll outvote Big Head and throw you into a nursing home. That's yeah. And that's just that, on that. Yeah. I guess that's on Mary Had a Little Lamb. And I guess I also to answer the question, I guess, parenting your parents I'm guessing were there ever moments when you feel like parenting your parent. parent. Yeah. I guess for me, sometimes I feel like I have to do that because I remember sometimes my father talks on customer service and he's talking to a woman and thinking like, can you do that, girl? I'm just thinking, don't call woman girl. It, it, I cringe every time he says that. So I'm just thinking, or probably don't yell at people when you're getting customer service. And I'm thinking because, like, yeah, I'm paying for it. So I guess that boomer mindset, like I'm paying her to get the best service. I'm just thinking yelling at customer service is really not going to do anything because I worked with other people because when I worked in healthcare are people that yell at me when I'm just trying to do my job. I'm sorry that it sucks, but I'm just stuck in Brock in the hard place. Yeah, like that, listen, girl, to the words out of my mouth, especially when it comes to my mama, oh, no, like, for her, it's like, if I'm paying for it, I get the best service. And if I'm not, you about to hear about it all day long. And it's just kind of like, but you don't have to do all that. Like, you don't have to do all that. And gosh, like, yes, there are moments where I do feel like I have to parent my parents. Like, like when it comes to technology, girl Jesus, and I'm just kind of like, okay, for the fifth time, <laughs> this is how you open up the photos app or something stupid, like you know, it's just like, like girl, you couldn't like my dad. My dad the other day, like last month, he <laughs> called me to figure out how to take a screenshot on his laptop. <laughs> I literally just googled it, like all while he was on the phone with me, and I said to him. Do you know you could have just used Google and gotten results faster than the time it took for you to type in my number, call me and wait for me to pick up and then wait for me to explain your question and then wait for me to give you an answer after I typed it in on Google. I can tell you how long it would have taken you to do Google, (laughs) 0.5 milliseconds. Like that's how long it took me to get a result from Google friend. You wasted five minutes. Like. yeah so and I guess also anger between like generations like oh you can go on internet to go find song, but you can't find how to do this instruction for me thinking it's not the same finding a song is one thing but finding instructions on like a night uh 2010 watch digital watch is a little bit harder to find on google and it's not like magic so i'm just thinking it's kind of like that generational thing where i just want to rip my hair out and sometimes i feel like kind of a disconnect where he when i ask him something he gets angry where i have more patience when solving his issue so there's a loss of that as well so i'm just thinking kind of a generational kind of give me the same respect I'm giving to you. Right. And it's, and then I, and it's, and that's definitely a thing. Look, I can't even, I'm so like, Oh, you know, like, I can't even talk. That's a <laughs> thing. Like my mom has this thing that she says all the freaking time and I hate it where she goes, God gave you to me, not me to you. And I was like, mm, actually, I don't agree. Like I agree that I would say that God gave me, gave you to me as well. Like, it's not like, you know, like, you don't benefit from anything that I do. Like, you can't, the only difference between you and I is that I don't hold that shit over your head. Right. Like, the things that I do for you, I don't, like, dangle them above your head to be like, remember that time that I did such and such for you? I don't do yeah. that. But whenever it's convenient for you, especially when it's in an argument, to dangle something you did for me. Five, like a week ago to like five years ago, 10 years ago when I was a child. <laughs> I'm like, I, here's another unpopular opinion. If you had to do something for me as a child, it don't count anymore. I'm an adult yeah. now. Like you, those were, those are things that were expected of you. Okay, like yeah, you're a parent. a parent. You made that choice. Like I didn't come up to you and ask, mommy, can you please call the school? So that no, all I did was come up to you and tell like great example there was a guy on the bus when I was in middle school that was harassing me. Do you know what I did? I told my mom, cause that was a relationship that you had fostered between like me and you is that yeah. you tell me everything and anything. So I told you, I never saw that man hurt or saw that man ever again on the bus. After I told <laughs> her that, did I ask her to get rid of that man mysteriously? No, but like, that's what happened. So like, <laughs> So like, you can't then come back to me at like 26 years old and be like, remember when I got rid of that boy on the bus that was hurt? No, because like, you didn't tell me that you called somebody and got him, got rid of. I don't know what happened, you (laughs) made that choice, okay? So you can't dangle that over my head. Yeah, and I guess if you keep scores, been going back and forth like an endless tennis game. It's exhausting because I'm thinking like, oh, remember when I had to drive you? I took time off when you broke your arm. I'm just going to say, okay, how about the time I drove you to surgery? And then I drove you to the hospital. And so we can probably go back and forth all night. I'm just thinking right. it's kind of an expectation. I'm thinking, yes, yeah, so your adult child um i'm thinking it's kind of like i you have to do this or it owe you so just makes the relationship seem transactional right and like the relationships between like anybody should not be transact unless it's a business transaction friend you owe me money yeah like that's <laughs> not otherwise like we're not like you like my like going back to my mom's little like saying like to be all like God gave you to me, okay, but he didn't give you to me, give me to you so that you could then, like, cash in for favors when I'm an adult. Like, that's not how, you chose to do the horizontal hokey pokey on whenever you conceived me. And that's not, that's not me. Like, I didn't choose that date. Like, I didn't choose, I didn't go, hey God, like, can I be born now? Like, I didn't, that that Yeah, I didn't didn't call up the stork like an oob, like, I want to be born. Like, I didn't, and I picked that woman. Like, I didn't do that. Like, you did that. That was you, brah. Mm-hmm. And, like, to make it even funnier, my mom didn't even know she was pregnant until like month three. <laughs> like, and it's just like, and I'm like, what the hell? And she's like, I don't know. And I'm, I'm like, you've been pregnant at that point twice already. Like, how did you not know the symptoms? But, like, <laughs> whatever. Like, so, like, my whole thing is just kind of like, you can't then come back and be all like, Oh, I did. No, like, that's not what a relationship is. Like you, I, you did those things for me because that's a choice. And like she likes to say all the time, in life, there are choices and consequences. You did that altruistically, as far as I'm concerned. I don't owe you for that at all. Like, yeah. And I guess another question thinking, should you ever pay your parents back for anything? Cause I remember, uh, flushing to Freakonomics and it was talking about this one, uh, man who was grafted into the NFL. He got like a $4 million contract and his mom was a single mother. And she told me like, you owe me a million dollars. So I'm thinking, I guess, did you ever pay back your parents? So I'm just thinking hey, I'm. In my opinion, it kind of seems like, no, because it makes it seem like kids are an investment. I'm like thinking, right. all right, take you to basketball and you gonna be a basketball star or like take you to like theater practice and then eventually you grow up and become a movie star. So I'm thinking in that situation, should you ever owe your parents and become like a quote unquote success? I mean, no, because at the end of the day, like, again, it goes back into the transactional, like, argument and like the reason why you have kids if the reason like so we're not in the 18 1700s anymore in which people popped out kids like every nine months so they could have farm hands okay like kids are more expensive now um because a we live longer but also b like like there's more things that you have to do to make sure that we are successful and so it's just kind of like to then And, like, the things that you decide to put us in as extracurriculars, half the time, like, if your whole, like, thing in it for a kid is an investment, like, it's oh, it's an investment into my first you lose money with a kid, shit. Like, within the first year, diapers, like, the fact that they grow, like, fucking weeds, like. Yeah, and then the time off to take for kids, so I think if you're, like, Parental leave for kids, so it's definitely a lot. And you know, talking with some of my close friends, a lot of them would not have kids for that reason because they feel like they don't want to pass down the shit they have. Because you know, they have like depression, Mm -hmm. anxiety, Mm -hmm. you know, pregnancy symptoms exacerbated. Mm -hmm. So you don't want to pass that on to a kid. And a lot of people are not good with babies. I'm thinking, you're crying. What do I do? Right. Like some people are not built for babies, but it's just kind of like you lose thousands of dollars just within the first year of having a kid. So it's just kind of like the idea that you're over here like, oh, you owe me for that. It's like, again, girl, like I did not call up whoever you believe in and say, I'm ready to be born now. Put me down on that earth. First of all, if I had a choice, I would have not have picked Earth. Okay, that's all I have to fucking say. I would have picked some and not America. Even if like God was like, hey girl, you only have Earth. I would not have picked America. I would have been like, Let me see. Uh what other choices do I have? Okay. Like we picked the Netherlands. Yeah, like I would have picked a place that like would have treated me better. Shit. Like, I just I'm just saying, like, it's not. It's not as if, like, I chose this. Like, and you have no guarantee that your kid is going to be a success anyway. As right. far as that, like, 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 uh, example goes, yeah, he has a four million dollar contract, but what if he decides to fuck up and take drugs and he doesn't pass his test and now he's out of a contract and out of four million dollars and he gave you a million and now he has to come back to you and say, Mama, I need money. Now, what you gonna do? You're going to not yeah. give him money because, <laughs> but like, you expect, like, that's my child. They owe me. But what about, that's my mama. Like, you're supposed to have me. Right. So, yeah. I think- and I guess another thing that my father once said to me, like, oh, you, okay. When you have kids, you understand I'm thinking you mean, if I have kids, but you see, you would have kids, kids change your life and thinking, yeah, I'm pretty sure they do. Cause mm-hmm. I guess he was a little bit older. Cause he was like 38 when he had me. So men can afford to do that. Women cannot. (laughs) Yeah. My biological clock checking. So I'm just thinking, do I want kids? Do I not want kids? Right. And it's like, oh my God, like the wildest thing. Easter was wild. Okay. Like y'all have no (laughs) idea. Like we did the Easter episode early and by the time we came back like I was like I don't want I'm not gonna go into all of Easter but like Easter was wild for me like the day before we had dinner like together or whatever right. my dad basically act like he wasn't gonna have no kid like he told me I wasn't gonna have any kids and I was like bitch I'm 26 years old like it's not <laughs> like I'm not 36 like I still have at least a good 10 years before it's yeah. dangerous for me to have children what the right. fuck? Jesus like but like I don't know like yeah like my parents have my mom especially like when my the middle child like he and he basically said he wasn't having children like my mom was like what the fuck do you mean right <laughs> like because like she was like but you're like you loved kids like when he was a kid but I think <laughs> I think what also happens this is a good segue is when do parents stop seeing you as kids and as an actual adult like when and I know we kind of talked about earlier about like how like my parents defined it like my mom acted like I wasn't an adult until I moved out but there's still instances in which like that treatment doesn't transcend so like I moved out at this point like five months ago but there's still plenty of instances in which like there's still treatment as if it like I'm a child and it's weird because it's like that's I mean if we're going to talk specifically about girls like being raised like there's instances in which like you treated me as an adult even like as I was a child in which you gave me responsibilities that you technically should not have been giving me, like giving me like, yeah, so like, I, you know, go on. Oh, I was about to say like, yeah, with girls and just thinking probably get like, a little bit more responsibility because I remember when I was like eight, um, my dad like, okay, you're filling out your own paperwork for school. And everyone still has like their parents filling. And I'm thinking, what, what's our address? <laughs> <laughs> like I'll just sign what you're I just love your brothers and of course when I get older since you know jumping between like my mom and my dad's place and thinking you have to take care of your brother and of course uh my mom got angry at me when I did that because like oh you're acting too motherly to your brother I'm just thinking because technically you're not being a mom. And I understand that my mom like had my sister Stewie when she was a teenager, like 18 years old, when she was like pregnant her senior year of high school. So, and I guess- yeah, just kind of getting that extra responsibility. I'm not sure because, you know, I'm older-ish mm-hmm. or just kind of like a mom. So kind of like all my sisters and I kind of have like these motherly tendencies because we had to like step up in a way like I learned how to cook earlier on. So i cook like omelets, and make sure everyone's safe. And even my sister Stewie's like, oh, you're such a mom. So I mean, it's true. She is like just as a side note, Belmar's is a mom. But like, I don't know if we I don't know which one of us is more a mom. In this group than the other, like our (laughs) friend group. Like if we had a competition right now, which one of us would be more mom? I don't know. I guess it kind of like alternates because you know some of us like okay, I'm just gonna be immature and just go drinking. Versus like okay, I'm gonna keep a sober mind. I guess which one of us wants to be a sober mind kind of becomes the mom of the group. I know the mature one. Yes, but like. I mean, it's the same thing. Like I mentioned earlier, how like I was usually in charge of all my younger cousins, like when I was like a teenager. Granted, like when I was a teenager, like at the time I only had two, but like when I started, like my other, like elder cousins started having like a whole bunch of kids. And so, like, I was like uh, 16, 17, having to watch, like, and make sure like four, five, six, like a whole classroom full of damn kids like put like almost didn't like fight each other like constantly and like it was like that was like a thing like I mean I liked it obviously at the time like I would hang out with the kids and it would be cute and like because I like it but at the same time it was also kind of like nobody else was doing it and it was kind of almost expected of me and like these expectations were like I mean, they were awful. Cause at the same, I like, I think about like the fact that like, you know, girls, a lot of the times are not allowed to kind of just be kids as long as boys get to be. Like right. my dad start, like started telling me to wear shorts under dresses when I was like six and I, and I didn't know anything about fucking sex when, sex when I was six, but it was mm-hmm. just kind of like, instead of like policing boys into being better people it was like policing girls to be more mature before like we were even ready for those. So I think about those types of things and like how like the onus of burden and responsibility is placed on us to be more mature and more like adult like, but then at the same time, we're also belittled a lot and treated like kids, even when we do ascend into adulthood or whatever. And it's just kind of like, I don't know, like, if you've ever had, like, that sort of thing, like, happen. Yeah, I guess kind of like like the unspoken rule that girls have to step up, Um, that, okay, I have to be a little bit more mature, kind of cover myself, and I know my sister Stewie can probably speak to it, because, you know, her being the oldest, and our mom wasn't the best, so she kind of had, like, the parent the parent, mm-hmm. and my sister gets yelled at, because she told me about a story, because, you know. My older sister Stu, wants to take our other sister Riri out, you know, get some school dress like, oh, why are you taking her out for dresses? You're not the mom. Like, okay, then you can go take her out for clothes shopping. Like, okay, I would. So and I'm guessing kind of like kind of thread and kind of like parent parent or kind of like upstays the parent and still we also brought food when my mom didn't have any food mm-hmm. uh so I guess kind of feel like that unspoken rule I'm not sure because you know she's being the oldest but then my also my older brother my other older brother who I'm not really I'm talking terms with he didn't really quote unquote step up Right. So he can, like take care of any of the siblings, thinking never even got us a gift or like, OK, take you out for McDonald's or like take you out for something. Shit. I mean, all of Stewie's uh, uh, entanglements were better older brothers to me than I guess any of them. So I'm just thinking probably that that expectation, not sure, because, you know, her being the oldest, her being the oldest female kind of had to step up. And I know with my other sister, Uh, Riri she also took me out thinking okay our mom didn't uh, teach us how to like measure our bra size Mm -hmm. so I was going around wearing a cups because I didn't know and but I did so when my sister Riri took me out I didn't realize that I was a C Mm -hmm. so I'm just kind of like my sisters kind of had to step up and be that parent, teach me about periods and other things where while the other females in my life didn't really talk to me about that. So mm-hmm. I think sometimes step up to um, parenting the parent kind of comes up. And I guess kind of like parentizing the older siblings or younger siblings were like you have to kind of like be a parent or parent role. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it was also a form mm-hmm. of abuse as well. Yeah. Um I thankfully can say that I did not go through that and I, it sucks that y'all had to. Um, um, my brother, like I can say that like, the middle child like usually had to watch me um, when my mom was at work. Um, but like, I can say with like big head had nothing to do with me until like, I, I like, I'm so serious. Cause by the time I was born, he was going through puberty. And so of course, like, I don't really blame him for kind of being like, I don't want to deal with like a baby. And right. then like, you know, like what will later turn into a chatty ass five-year-old. Um, <laughs> like I got it, but like, I can like safely say that like big head didn't really have anything to do with me until I was in high school. Damn. and he wasn't like I mean and he wasn't expected to like you know what I'm saying and like once I kind of hit like I basically felt like an only child like by the time I hit like middle school because the middle child was like he was becoming an adult and like he was going off to college and he was moving away and so I was it was just me and right. so like I was like, I did, I had to take on all of their chores when they were gone. And like, I had to, um, I had to learn how to do different stuff when they left. And like, it's kind of, and I think like now that we're adults, it's still, and it's, I don't think it's changed like that much now that we're adults. And it kind of sucks because like, like on Easter, like I went over to my parents' house to help cook like early because like, you know my mom is cooking for like like the like she like for some reason like they refuse to ask like my brothers ever to cook anything and like i don't get it like you know what i'm saying like i'm like they know how to cook you taught them how to cook so like but i went over there early to help her cook like because she's cooking for like five to six people or whatever um And like, we had like spent all day in the kitchen cooking and like, she didn't ask them like to clean up afterwards. Right. She, and it's like when, like, whenever it's like, oh, somebody go get something for everybody else. It's usually me.
1: Like, I have to
0: get up and get things like I have to. um, And like the thing they used to say all the time, like before I moved out was like, oh, you still live here. You you do the dishes. And I'm like, I just cooked for your ass. Like (laughs) and you can't even like do me like pay me the courtesy of like washing these dishes. Yeah. Like and it's just kind of like they still aren't expected to do that right and they don't like my for instance like my grandmother's coming into town like next month do you think my mom is gonna call like either of my brothers and ask them if they can help no she called me like like well I I will say I offered and that's kind of also like a a thing of my childhood in which like I was kind of socialized to always be like put other people before myself which is right. a totally different topic for black women that we could talk about yeah about. same because even when I was younger like there was a period I think when we were in middle school and high school when we cooked um my brother served himself I served my dad and then I served myself last mm-hmm. and like with my mom thinking okay cook for every breakfast for everyone then I do myself last so yeah conversation for another time <laughs> conversation listen because like it's always like my dad would come home fix your data plate like, yeah. like my dad could not do that himself, but like, <laughs> like, you know, like, but it's just like, like, I think about those sorts of things. Like my, like, I I, I offered to be like, oh, do you need help? Right? Like, because like, I already knew, like, it's not like if she did, she would have reached out to me first though, because even though like, even if I have like a convenient schedule in which I work from home and like, yes, I could work from home at my parents' house, it still would have been like it's not like she's calling like either brother on the weekends to be all like okay can you come down here and help me with your grandmother like no right. it's it's always me like mm-hmm. they told me like like the the biggest thing like the biggest example is they told me when i was is that my oh that's my brother <laughs> <laughs> you're i'm talking about him okay hold on wait wait hold on we're gonna pause real quick um kind of forgot what I was saying but (laughs) basically like oh no I was talking about the biggest like the biggest example of this like in like basically being socialized to put other people before me right was like I was in middle school and I'm pretty sure like my parents and I were coming back from that movie um what was it called? Like, it was about this kid who basically went into the future. And, like, so, it was a Disney movie. He went into the future. Meet and- the Robinsons? Yes. We were coming back from that movie. And my parents essentially, I don't know how we got on this conversation, but my parents essentially said that I was going to have to take care of them when I was older. Damn. In middle school. Now, mind you, again, like I said, like, my brothers Gap and I, like, they're 12 and, like, seven years older than me so at that point like my brother like my oldest brother a whole whole adult the other brother also a whole adult so it's just kind of like like that and that's my whole point is just kind of like you in like the conversation of like 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 women of color especially black women having to put people before themselves and also this like whole conversation of we're socialized to be like responsible and mature and adult But then at the same, like, on the same token, you won't give us the respect or the title that comes with it. Like, and I feel like, I feel like the, like, the ask is almost, like, on our side. Like, do you, like, you, you can say that I'm an adult, but if you don't treat me with the kind of respect that you would treat an adult with, then why even lie and say that that's how you see me? Like, because you don't yeah I know with my father I think at most probably just do like passive aggressive things like okay I'm going like oh you're going out you know your responsibility you need to be saving your money but if you want to go out go out thinking ouch right yeah and it's just kind of like I don't know so let me think was there something else that I want to talk about let see, I guess we already talked about parenting the parents, kind of like different expectations. Mm-hmm. Do we owe our parents? And I guess probably, and I guess the kind of the hard thing, setting boundaries, make sure you don't mm-hmm. repeat the same generations. Because even talk to my sister Stewie, because she said, there's a lot of things our mom did she would never ever do with her own daughter so that's a good transition like what are the like the main takeaways from like the way that your parents raise you that you don't want to repeat if you choose to have children yeah i guess if i choose to have children i guess they probably raised us with the best way they know the best way they could how they right. know how so i am just thinking probably be a little bit more open and so because i understand the economy is hard i'm not sure what economy my children will grow up in Um, so probably be a little bit more open with them. And since I understand better how to process emotions thinking, okay, you're getting angry. I feel angry too, but this is how I handle my anger um probably stop spankings mm. and whoopings mm-hmm. uh probably the religion i'll probably be open-minded to religion but i don't want to probably ingrain them with religion but thinking okay this world was raised in but you're open to make that choice yourself and here are other religions so as you get older, you might either you might move away from the faith which is fine or you might be more hardcore in your faith when you get exposed to different things which is also pretty good yeah so um so, no spankings, no abuse, and I'm guessing probably space them out, and I also want to be in the mindset of, like, make sure that I want to have kids, mm-hmm. uh, like, instead of, like, an expectation, because I know, I know, if like, my parents, my mother, I, I'm pretty sure probably didn't want to be a mom, mm-hmm. but thinking, okay, I already have one kid, here's two kids, and then several kids later she has five kids where she likes the boys over girls mm-hmm. but also treat them the same and kind of be open-minded to like different religions and races and Paula raised them in a diverse community mm-hmm. it kind of sucks ass because I remember like when my parents lived in Ohio I was like the only black kid we we're like the only black family on that street yeah So probably be more open about religion. I mean, not that my family's closed off about culture, but I definitely had a lot of questions growing up where my grandfather said, oh yeah, I'm half Arab. Then I asked him again, like, oh, you know, my grandmother's Arab. I'm thinking you're light-skinned. It wasn't until I I was like a full-ass adult that I realized, oh no, he had a white daddy, but his mom was so my great-grandmother like, oh, because talking to her, I'd be like, oh, yeah, your great-grandmother, she was a black as a skillet, but she was beautiful. <laughs> That's <laughs> fucked up to say, but thanks. Yeah. Right. Oh, my goodness. And so just, and probably be and not be like hardcore and abusive with like, when I was learning math, like, OK, Timmy had five apples and then he took away three. How many apples did Timmy have now? Four? Mm-hmm. Let me say it again. He <laughs> have five apples, you take away three. How are you gonna get four? Well, get your hands out or something. So probably be patient with them when they're learning new concepts. Uh-huh. I guess foster a love of learning because I with my father being a single parent, he probably wasn't always. Around so of course I became a little bit independent, but probably teach them like about chores of both boys and girls learn about chores and learn about how to fix a car, how to look at a car, basic maintenance. So both guys and girls. So I guess my dad was good about that. Uh, make sure that we both know how to do things, but I know he probably relies a little bit on my brother a little bit more, like. Oh, uh, your little brother knows a little bit more about technology. I mean I'm not sure if it's about a gender thing, but then also at the same time, my brother's studying commute uh, computer science mm-hmm. So he's probably a little bit more uh, open on that. so yeah. and make sure they're comfortable and sociable. and I'm thinking if you feel comfortable uh, uncomfortable about a family member, probably tell me about that because I know talking with like some people in my mom's family I don't really don't trust because I know there's some pedophiles in there so I want to stay away from them so I'm thinking, call some people out that's right do not you dare touch my nieces and nephews pedophiles um yeah I would agree with uh, a lot of that I think like definitely with the spanking like I don't think it served like anybody anything honestly like the only thing I remember from spankings, even though I didn't get a lot of them, was that I was, like, resentful to my parents afterwards because I felt like they weren't listening to me, and I still feel that way, like, when we have, you know, discussions that turn into arguments, it's just, like, you're you're not listening to me. Like, they have a bad habit of kind of twisting any point I make into something that, like completely different and it's just kind of like you know that's not what I said and I'm not gonna argue with you anymore the best thing about not living with your parents anymore (laughs) and having boo-boo arguments with them is just to be like okay well I'm leaving bye like when you hit your threshold you're like no so hopefully I probably need to read up on this probably better communication skills So sometimes thinking there's a difference between saying that you're ungrateful versus I feel underappreciated. I mean, I mean, from my perspective, it's probably saying the same thing, but I'm guessing it's best less about you and guessing your character versus first of all how I feel. So right. probably practice better communication with my kids. Mm-hmm. So and probably especially with my partner, so we don't end up in a screaming match mm-hmm. over like something stupid about, I don't know fixing a bike or fixing a toilet, we realize, okay, we shouldn't be this heat over a fucking toilet. Right. Right. And I I feel the same way about like communication with everybody. Like your partner, yeah. your kids is very important. And so I definitely want to talk to my kids. And I want to teach them like proper communication skills. So like they're not out here saying out-of-pocket toxic wild shit like you people (laughs) on the internet okay I'm just kidding well I you know so they know how to properly talk to a partner like in the future they know how to properly talk to each other like they know how to just you know like they know how to handle their emotions they know like healthy ways to like you know handle like conflict and trauma or you know if they have a disagreement with me or whatever and I also want to make it clear like you can have a disagreement with me you don't have to agree with you know because it's in the future that's going to happen to you all the time like hell even when you're going through school you're going to have a disagreement with a friend but that doesn't mean that like they don't like you or like they hate they they hate you or like y'all can't be friends anymore or does this the third and the fourth right you know what i'm saying like you're gonna have disagreements with people and that's fine as long as you're respectful that's like the key thing it's just like you respect people who respect you now i'm gonna make this clear if somebody comes up in your face and disrespects you i don't care how old they are teach them how to fight disrespect they <laughs> ass right back okay like because anyway but we're not going to do that but yeah, i'm just saying I guess another thing with the communication because i remember growing up with my father he would tell me not to do something but he never explained why yeah. And i guess it's not until i was like an adult because i remember when i was younger like second grade and i used to hang out with this girl and she seemed pretty nice and my and my father was like, I don't want you to hang out with her thinking, why? And he was angry and I had a hard time saying no to people. So he was really pissed off of me when I keep asking him again. So he was angry. So I asked him, why? he said, oh yeah, she kind of seemed a bit racist. She kind of, cause you know, I'm really nice and they just go along with it. So I'm thinking, could have told me about that when I was like second grade, I have a better understanding. And also he would never let us go trick or treating because mm-hmm. he's he a, but he didn't tell me why he just told me it was a stupid American holiday. But it's now he like oh, I was afraid because you know, with the case of like people poisoning candy, I'm mm-hmm. thinking you could have just told me that, or just say, don't do that because I said so. I'm thinking if it's an honorable fear and I understand it, mm-hmm. uh, that's more understandable, so I can enjoy it. I thought you just hated Halloween because it's a stupid American holiday, mm-hmm. or not one of those uh, crazy religious parents and thinking you can't read Harry Potter, right? And it's I think it's important to have those like those conversations with your kids like when you tell them no to things like explain it's not that crazy to like be like hey no you can hang out with little jimmy because his parents seem like terrorists <laughs> like that like right. like like just to explain it in like a child-friendly way like for instance like there was a kid in middle school and this was before I understood anything about sex. I was—he was like 11, and he 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 told me he asked me if I would give him a hand job. <laughs> I went—I'm so serious. I went to my mom. I told her that, and she got angry, of course. And she immediately again one of those things where I—he disappeared and I never saw him again. But like I, nobody ever explained what that meant to me, like you know, right. like and why. Like all I knew was I knew was instinctively that it was not something I wanted to do. So I said, no, but like nobody ever under explained to me, like, Hey girl, that's why this was wrong. And this is what you say to people like who offered to do that again. And these are things that are related. Like if somebody says blow job, if somebody says this, like this is what you say. Right. Like, so it's not, it's not crazy. Like to just be like, and if you don't have an explanation right then just say, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to explain it to you later. Just right now. This is what you say. Like, and you come up with something to like, to say to them later, but like kind of just as missing kids, like, oh, you want to, kids are a lot smarter than people give them credit for Yeah. A lot more intelligent. Like they, they can know, I had a three-year-old once like who understood that her parents were getting divorced. Right. Three, like she didn't know the word for it, but she knew enough to know that they were fighting and like, they weren't going to stay together. Right. She was either three or four or maybe five. Maybe it was five, but still like she was young as hell, but she knew enough to know that like, in like watching her environment, oh, this is what's happening. And I know enough to know that like, y'all aren't going to be together. So they're going to figure it out or they're going to figure out a way that's like not, it's not like, you know, it's maybe not the way that you would like to expose them. So it's better for you to have that control as a parent then like, just kind of let them like, you know. Yeah, learn on their own because I'm thinking they can learn from their friends. I'm thinking, I also think about a funny story with Munchie and Stewie when she she was just mind her own business and Munchie went up to Stewie and said, mom, how many times have you been gay? Like what? I was wondering how many times have you been gay? Because I accept you for who you are. Like, why do you think I was gay? Well, because I'm seen with a man in a long time. I'm just <laughs> making sure I accept you as as." As you are, mom. I love munchie so much. <laughs> and she was like seven, eight at the time. Right. Like, and this is like the connections that they make. They're like, oh, my mom hasn't been with a man. So maybe she's with women. Like, you know what I'm just saying? Yeah, because like- her godmother is a lesbian woman and mm-hmm. she's cool. Uh, also send uh, Stewie some uh, Mary Jane one day for her birthday. So that was another, <laughs> another time right but like they learn like that's the point so it's just kind of like talk to your kids it's not that hard it's not that crazy like just treat them the way that you want other people to treat them when they're an adult right I think that's the best advice like treat them the way that you would want to be treated like you wouldn't want somebody to come up to you like if you were doing something out in public and be like, hey, stop doing that because I said so. And it's just kind of like, bitch, what the fuck? You're not the boss of me. Like, (laughs) exactly. so it's just kind of like, you have to like, you have to treat them the way you want to be treated. It's like, it's crazy to me that like, parents just kind of think that like, you know, oh, like that because I said so method works. Like no girl, it doesn't though. Yeah. it's more thing, Okay. Cause I'm thinking, yeah, if you're younger, you just do what you're told and no don't question things, but then as you to get old and thinking there's a lot more questions you ask. Right. And it's like, you just going to forever be all like, Oh no. Like I'm no, like I, I think one of the things that like my mom and I were discussing at some point on the phone was her talking about like the ages in which my brothers started to be defiant and like, honestly, they should never complain about me ever again, because I didn't I didn't be, start becoming defiant until I was full, full grown adult, like in my twenties when it doesn't fucking matter. Like you're not, yeah. like, what are you gonna do? Like if I decide to like stay out until like when I'm an adult, like I yeah. can't do anything, right? So it's just kind of like, but like, like, I, like my brother sent me a thing the other day that said spanking makes kids more defiant. And so the middle child was all like, yeah, that's why I'm this way because I was spanked too much. And I was like, shut the fuck up. But I'm just saying like, you know, these these things have lasting effects. And so it's just like, just like treat your kids the way that you, you would like to be treated and like stop like diminishing their intellect and like their ability to like love and like just... yeah Yeah, and i guess probably just honestly look at like generational things because i'm thinking okay my parents did this to me i end up fine i'm thinking okay that's just for you Mm -hmm. i mean some kids do probably need a spanking to strain themselves out but other kids just probably need a talking to and that'll probably be it yeah so you have to adjust i think that's important too like you have to be open to adjustment when you're raising kids like right now conversation so yeah yeah like right now like I told my parents that too I was like right now I don't feel comfortable like being okay with speaking my kids maybe like when I have kids I might have to adjust and I may have to you know like whack whack them like once or twice or something but like it's just something that I don't see myself you know being okay with and it's just like yeah so I feel like that's Oh, I feel like that's that's where we land, right? Like, just do better. I feel like every single generation of parents should just want their kids to be better than them. Like, you want them to grow up and not have to go to the fucking therapist like every, like, two weeks yeah. or whatever because they have trauma that you left behind. You try to minimize the trauma every yeah. single generation. So. Yeah. And I'm guessing you should want them to do better. And I just kind of angry, like, oh, these good, these kids have it too good. I'm thinking that's the point. You want them to have it better. I'm thinking if my kids come along and they have a way easier time and they experiencing my father as a good grandpa that like takes them to stuff. I'm thinking, of course, hurt a little bit, but still I'm thinking I'm happy that they get to the experience in him that way. Cause I'm thinking it's, a better for future generation. I'm thinking, I want my kids to have an easier time. Like, oh, you kind of give them a silver spoon because you're spoiled. I'm thinking, that's the point. My kids probably don't have to spoil, uh, get, uh down with student debt. They'll probably get a brand new car when they go off in high school versus me who got like a used 1996 Toyota Corolla. Mm-hmm. I didn't even get a car when I went to high school. Yeah, that's- and then I have to stop because of seizures. But I mean, mm-hmm. now I have a decent car. I mean, mm-hmm. cruise that's right it, it's a fine car but still gets me from point a to point b but yes i'm thinking you want your generation to be better that's right you should because if you don't then you're miserable and you need to go to the therapist like why do you not want yeah. improvement in our society oh my gosh yeah well of course i know if my talking with my partner in his situation i guess kind of feels like you have to parent his partner i mean not parent, parent is partner, is parent? but parent is parent. Parent yes. you, Belmars? Never. You're the mother. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I'm older than him. so yes, I'm hot. Only about like a couple months. So I we're practically at the same. But yeah. Mm. So I'm guessing just kind of like the pressure, especially if you're like financially supporting your parent, I guess that also changes the dynamic too. So I'm thinking, okay, you really don't get to tell me what to do. I mean, yeah, I'm living under your roof, but yeah, I think that also changed your dynamic for you like pay for your parents. So, and I guess that is a good question. Like what in your, in your parents' eyes make you feel like an adult? Because I'm thinking, okay, you still see me as a child. So I guess like for me now, it's just kind of like a pseudo roommate situation since, you know, I do pay some bills at home, but uh, for the most part, I guess, I guess I'm lucky that my father, for the most part, respects me as an adult. Mm So, kind of like, okay, you're an adult, you could get to make your own decision. So, when I go out, it's more of a heads up. Mm -hmm. So, if I want to spend like the weekend with my partner, thinking, okay, it's a heads up, I'll be out this week, like, okay, just make sure your shit's done, your chores. So, because um, you know I do laundry around the house so and I'm guessing he said like and if I move out he said he respects me but he would still give his opinion on things because he's an opinionated guy so I'm just thinking probably I guess since you know I'm 27 now mm-hmm. uh, he probably sees me as an adult and I guess he kind of respects that um to an extent yeah So Uh I guess probably could be better because, you know, he always compares me to other people he works with. Like, you know, I met this person who's a nurse and their child's a doctor now in residency. Thinking, okay. I mean, it hurts my ego a little bit, but good for them. Mm, I would be like, that sounds great. Do you want to go adopt her? Like, I mean listen fun like fun thing to like ease the tension a little bit um every time i get on the phone and like bell like my mom calls me and bell mars is in the room and i'm like oh bell mars is here she's like hi like her tone totally changes like even though stewie was essentially like bell mars's mother my mother is also like pretty much bell mars's mother and like bell mars is her favorite child Well, I heard the saying, comparison is a thief of joy, and I do agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. So I think um, at this point in our relationship, I with my mother specifically, I think she kind of does see me like more as an equal a little bit because like she'll get on the phone and I mean, she's been doing this to me like since I was in my 20s or whatever. Well, she'll yeah. where she'll like kind of inundate me with those secrets, like family secrets and shit, and her actual opinion now. <laughs> but yeah. like, like she'll get on the phone with me and discuss like, like deeper things or whatever. And like when we have conversations like if I essentially like I'm done like the conversation is over like you know what I'm saying um so I feel like she does kind of look at me as an adult now I feel like they're again like you said like she's still gonna offer her like she'll send me random shit like that I didn't ask for like the other day like she sent me like uh what did she send me like she sent me a picture of like Oh, she sent me a pic cause she thinks I have like, uh, what is that? What is that thing called? PCOS. Like, yeah. She thinks I have PCOS. So she sent me that like, a, and I'm like, I'm not a doctor. I can't fucking diagnose myself, but I'm sending me this shit. Like I don't have things to deal yes. with. <laughs> I have PCOS. It's kind of sucks. I mean, cause I didn't, I, when I was like a teenager, I didn't really have anyone to talk to about it. Mm-hmm. Cause I remember I went through like a whole year with only having like two periods. And I guess I wasn't taking any birth control because I guess at the time me thinking birth control is only for sex I'm thinking no. no I'm not that type of girl I'm not yeah. gonna get that <laughs> so I had uh met Foreman I guess looking back I probably should have been less uh in my mind about sex mm-hmm. and I'm thinking okay it probably would have helped me regulate my periods I mean now I'm on birth control I'm thinking at this point I have less hangouts about sex and everything right so but like I don't even have, I only have like maybe two of the symptoms. And she's like, maybe. And I'm like, mom, I don't need you to be <laughs> WebMD for me, okay? Like, <laughs> if I wanted to freak myself out, I would look it up myself, okay? Thanks. But like, you know. So like, yeah, I do feel like, and I do feel like she probably like does put like more, again, like they've always put more responsibility on me, but like now that I feel like out of the three of us, I feel like, and, I've, and I'll and i say this like multiple times, like I feel like out of the three of us, she was like, I got this one right. Like, <laughs> like I really do. Cause I'm like, cause like I went to college like they wanted. I, like, I move, I may have moved out a little later than, like, my brothers, but I'm not moving back, like, (laughs) ever again, and, like, and, like, I have, I've gotten, like, a stable job that's good relatively faster than both my brothers have, so, like, at this point, she's just probably, like, I did it, you know what I'm saying, I did it, like, like, an accomplishment, (laughs) you know, like, even though, like, what like you know but like i feel like like that's how i feel and so like i almost feel like i'm a project and they're like i got an a on this one i may have got a c on the other and a b on the other but this one i got an a right not that my brothers aren't great they are like they just, right you know again i feel like that's a different topic but i feel like that's the socialization between men and women like my i don't think my brothers were and, and because of birth order, I don't think my brothers were expected to do that shit. <laughs> no way that yeah. I was. Because you think probably, you know, birth order kind of decides how you treat everyone because of thinking with your first child, your first time parents. I'm not sure if the first child is planned. I'm going to probably say no because with my, my niece, with my sister Stewie, she wasn't planned. Uh, I'm pretty sure I wasn't planned. <laughs> Neither was I uh but i think maybe my little brother was playing because i know my dad uh my father wanted one of each a boy and a girl and then thinking no more kids after that because if there's like six of us i would lose my goddamn mind (laughs) (laughs) um big head was not playing the middle child we had like i'm pretty sure the middle child was planned even though they'll be like no he wasn't yes he was (laughs) and then i was not planned again like i said earlier my mom didn't even know she was pregnant until she was already all up in it (laughs) so like like, yeah oh bro i told you to call me i mean not call me text me (laughs) all right well we're gonna go on break because i have to go give my brother cookies and we'll be right back (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, to do something fun okay and we're back yes we are back and I guess for a palette cleanser we're going to talk about Disney movies yay so I guess in this palette cleanser we'll go ahead and kind of rank different Disney parents and different Disney movies and once Nikki Alley comes back she'll probably give me the list and I think Disney's nice it's like Nice family, but it's also part of an evil uh, franchise that's that's bent on capitalistic society. And okay, I was about to go and rant. (laughs) Capitalistic society is taking all our money. (laughs) Yeah. So, because I feel a certain way about Disney. They just do what makes money. That's right. They do. But right now, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about, wait, can you see? What can you see? I can see you either list of Disney films. Get it. All right. Let's go. First Disney film. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Who was her parent? <laughs> Wait, no, that's a lie. The stepmom, the queen was her stepmama. The evil right, queen. The evil queen, right. Why are all my family members trying to call me today? <laughs> they know we're talking about family. I know they can hear me they're like she's talking about us and I don't like it um so Snow White and the Seven <laughs> Doors the evil queen was her the evil was her stepmother so okay evil queen she was pretty bad she tried to get her she tried to kill her seven not once not twice but three times and then she succeeded at one point <laughs> so she's pretty high on the list <laughs> the bad parents of bad parents you know, when you try to kill your stepchild, that's that's kind of awful. So we just kind of like ranking them bad parent, good parent. Yes. So evil queen is a uh, is I would consider that a bad parent. You know, and then she also dressed up as an old hag, which is rude because it made us distrust old hags. So just as a like as an old elder lady. So now I distrust elder ladies because what if they give me an apple and I, it's poisoned and I die. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm thinking, okay, I just take one of the green apples. No, take the red one. I'm thinking, you know what? I'm going to take the green one. Right? Like, cause I don't trust you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Pinocchio. I guess technically the... Gaspacho. Ge- Gepetto or gazpacho? I don't know. I don't remember that man's name one the old of old the- man, i think yes because he i'm guessing it's an empty nester, but he wanted a kid and i'm thinking parents that want to be parents are the best parents that's true they are i think so too um and also like i don't know like he just seems so sweet i and yeah and like he cared oh, he's a good parent he's a good parent yeah um fantasia the, the, there's no parents in that movie i mean was there kind of like you know with the black centaurs i don't remember that part <laughs> well, i'm guessing the newer version they cut that out or these kind of like put viewer discretion the hmm. uh so probably skip over that i'm skip that one reluctant dragon i don't remember this one do you know this one i don't think i watched reluctant dragon all right, so we're going to skip it. Dumbo. I think she's a good mom, kind of like a single yeah. mom, because she won't take care. I'm thinking you fuck with my baby, I'm going to fuck with you. That's right. Um So I'm thinking, okay, animal abuse there. So I'm thinking she tried to be a good mom. And I think Dumbo grew up to be an okay elephant. I'm not mm-hmm. sure if he has like... like. I mean, most likely the issue going to come out sooner or later. Yeah, but she tried and that's the best that she could do when you're stuck in a circus you know what I'm saying um Bambi his mom died (laughs) and then Bambi too uh I mean he met his dad but you know his dad's kind of like you need to be a princely you need to be royalty so kind of a little bit of coldness there. I don't think he was a bad dad, but you think he, he just needs to open his heart more. Yeah, Bambi's daddy, what the hell? Um, I don't even remember Bambi too, which shows you how much of a Disney person I am. But like, all I remember is that his mom is dead. And from then on, his life was difficult. <laughs> but all right, um, maybe we'll rank him in the middle because he was thrust upon parenthood, apparently, yeah without his knowledge so yeah i don't know what saludos amigos is i've never seen it neither did i we're gonna skip it victory through air power also haven't seen it we're gonna skip that the three- i heard of it never watched it can't do it either make my music i've heard of this i've also never watched it though Song of the South. Oh. Oh, we gonna skip the fuck out of that. Ugh. I mean, it's bad because I'm thinking here's this little white kid thinking, you don't know how hard I have it on this plantation to a black man. I'm thinking, little white dude, trying to get this black man killed. Listen, little wigger. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, what not going into that? Fun and fancy free. I've never seen that either. Yeah, I'm thinking from like 1940s to like 1960s. I probably haven't watched a lot of these, like the early, early Disney, uh, yeah. Alice in Wonderland, where were her parents? Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Wait. I think we skipped Cinderella. Oh, yeah. We skipped Cinderella. Okay. So Cinderella had a step, Lady Tremaine was her stepmom, and she was trifling because she locked that girl in a room. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. She made her do all the chores and yeah like was not fair whatsoever rude she's yeah. bad bad parent <laughs> bad parent treasure island wait treasure island uh 1950 i don't is this the one wait what does this one look like hold on what happened to my presses <laughs> i love how my brother just went into the bathroom and uh to listen to this podcast um alice in wonderland we're her parents oh treasure island's like hella old i think they have a disney ride oh yeah they do i've never seen it <laughs> alice in wonderland um where were yeah that's a good question where were her freaking parents <laughs> i don't know so here she is getting high so i guess their neglectful parents need to They're get neglectful. cps involved i mean it's not in america well, whatever the equivalent cps is need to get involved that's right like they just let this girl like fall into a freaking hole and follow a rabbit and we're unconcerned she got she took drugs she probably those drink me things probably were bad for her health they shrunk her and then they enlarged her that could have lasting effects on a child neglectful (laughs) neglectful um Robin Hood that's the one with the fox right yeah same thing with Peter Pan oh no wait no wait never mind Peter Pan uh, I'm not sure how long the kids were out that's a good question where they're called the lost boys but i'm assuming that's because they were all orphans they're all orphans right right the only one who's not an orphan is jane michael and the the other little boy right and peter pan is some sort of weird spirit that collects orphans (laughs) or wait wait Do we know that all those kids were orphans? How do we know Peter Pan didn't just take them to Neverland and they just never went back? Yeah, that's a good (laughs) point. We don't know that they, so I'm, listen, I feel like Jane's parents were fine. It was Peter Pan who was the problem. Yeah I mean he probably gonna do like a mass kidnapping thing and then he came back to do the same thing with her daughter so I'm guessing it's kind of like a cult a Peter Pan type thing like sacrifice your firstborn daughter. That's right like yeah like give me your firstborn like you're not Rumpelstiltskin you're Peter Pan. (laughs) So yeah but so the pants were not the problem in this Peter Pan was the problem. Yeah, so you're thinking they don't know because I'm guessing they're kind of like the rich Victorian people where yeah. you know they're not always super close with their parents. So yeah, or is it Wendy? I said Jane. Her name is Wendy. Yeah, Jane is Wendy. the daughter. daughter's Jane. <laughs> her daughter's Jane. Sorry. Anyway, he stole Wendy and her brothers from here. Their pa- he's a child and he's a kidnapper. Child, he naps children. Yeah. Um, I've never seen the sword in the rose. No, but that sounds interesting. Yeah, I might have to watch it. The Living Desert, also haven't seen it. Nope. Or Rob no. Roy and the Highland Rogue or the Vanishing Prairie. Nothing. Nope, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Nope. Davy Crockett. And the King of the Wild Frontier. Yeah. Nope. Lady and the Tramp. Um, I guess <laughs> with dog logic. Since it just mostly takes place with dogs, mm-hmm. I think they're all raised all white. And I think the tramp wants to get with the lady, thinking the sequel. Because I mean, I also consider the sequel canon here, right? So I guess he wants to do the right thing by her after you know giving her puppies. That's good. So they're good parents, and then pet parents were also good parents because Lady was like dolled up. You know yeah. what I'm saying? She's she's just she was looking good in all those scenes eating spaghettis with the tramp. And there's the Siamese cats. Yeah, they were some rascals. They mm. were. Can't stand them. The African lion. The hell is, wait, is the African lion a ship? Cause I remember woken up a film called the African queen and thinking, oh, it's about a black woman. But no, it's the name of a fucking ship. That's possible let's see um i don't know any of these the littlest outlaw the great locomotive chase davy crockett secrets of life westward Ho the wagons this one or this one i'm just going cross scroll oh Jeller. sleeping beauty yeah sleeping beauty Um. her no well listen her daddy that was rude they should have invited all the fairies that was their fucking fault the whole reason she had to go to sleep was because they didn't invite all the fairies. Huh. Okay. You should have invited the big scary one, even if she's big and scary. Okay. Looks can be deceiving. That's what I'm saying. It's only proper. Like they're like, we only have so many place settings. Get another place setting. I know. Sorry. <laughs> Get another place setting, damn it. But I guess it's understandable. They don't want strangers near their fucking newborn I'm thinking, I don't know where you've been. That's true. But then they also knew this was gonna happen and they threw out all of the spinning wheels except one. And it's like, bitch, why? <laughs> right. What were you doing? Still, I'm just saying. I mean, they tried. I'm gonna put them in the mid category because even though it was rude for them to not invite the fairy, I also understand that like, you know, you're not trying to just invite, like, you know, bring to people to see your kid that you don't know. Right. I get it. I see your point. Still rude though. Anyway, um The Shaggy Dog. It sounds familiar. I don't think I watched the 1959 version. I don't think I watched that either. I don't think I watched any of these like from here to here. So like 1959 to 1960. I didn't watch those. I don't know what Swiss family wrote. Oh 101 Dalmatian. Yes. I think they were great dog parents. Yeah they were great dog parents. I agree. Like you have 101 kids. <laughs> well like, no wait. Okay your dog your dog and thinking great. Well I guess couldn't they be like technically like grand. No yeah I guess they're dog parents not like like uh, grand dog parents since you know they dog cat kids. Yeah that's right. That's true. And then also the the couple that were the dog parents, that are the parents of the dogs were also great. Yeah, that's right, because they they took in all those freaking dogs and they raised them, <laughs> even though like they could have sold all 99 of them children and like <laughs> made a killing. That man wouldn't have had to struggle through his music if he had sold those kids. But no, he said, I love them. Great parents all around. Yeah, because I think in the future film they have to move out to a farm, Ooh. so it's better for the dogs. And I guess that's great when you think about the kids. Yeah, the he's parents. doing it for the kids. Um. Okay. Oh, the Sword and the Stone. Uh That's basically just a retelling of Merlin, right? Or yeah. I mean, not of Merlin, of Arthur and the round and the Knights of the Round Table. Yeah, I think Spot wins like when disney decided to do dark and financial was bad for them so i guess dark disney i don't know of like i never seen like the 1963 son of flubber i'm thinking does that have the uh robin williams version probably not no probably not um yeah i can't i can't remember (laughs) i don't remember the sword and the stone so we're gonna skip it um La, 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 la. Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. She was a, she was a good babysitter. Yeah. Even though she kind of endangered their lives a couple of times. Yeah. And the chimney sweeps, I guess it was around the time with not child labor laws. Mm -hmm. That's true. But still, I mean, they're all right. They had a good time. They learned the value, you know, of something i can't remember that film that well there's a lot of singing lots of singing julie andrews lots of that <laughs> i was just like it's a good time um what else do we have well, they, they have so many things uh the jungle book which came out in 1967 67. um his parents yeah. were probably really busy in the village and you know like they kind of just let that kid walk around and he got into some trouble. Or was he an orphan? No, he wasn't. I think it was probably, but he was also raised by like the tigers and stuff and they accept him as yeah. his own. Yeah. Kind of like Tarzan. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you know what? I got confused because I was thinking of the live action one. My bad, y'all. Uh, <laughs> in which I think like he is raised by the village kind of, but like, no, in this one, yes, he is raised by animals. And they love him and they do their best for him. So I'm like, they weren't involved that much though. I feel like Baloo at one point was his like uncle or something, Yeah. And I'm like, I mean, he was an okay uncle, I guess. Yeah, and he told them you need to go back to the man village and thinking, no, I'm not going there, I don't belong there. That's true, He made he made a sacrifice at the end and we appreciate sacrifices from titular characters. So I'll say Baloo was a good stand-in father. <laughs> father figure, and I guess the other animals also acted up too and thinking it was protect him. Yeah, like, uh, what was the, Bagheera? Is that, was, the, was that the, pan- the panther, the black panther? Was that his name? Yeah, I think jungle book characters. Yeah, he was a good, he kept Baloo in line when he was like, he was like his other uncle. Like, he, it's like they were a pair of uncles, like an odd yeah. pair. Well, Bagheera, I think, it was the uh, Uh-oh. uh, the pe- Black Panther that's kind of like Baloo's friend. Yeah, 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 Bagheera. I got it right. Mm-mm. Yeah, and he was the one who's just kind of like who told Baloo to stop messing about with that kid. Like, you know, he was, he encouraged him to take him back to the man village. And I was like, that's good um so those two good parents good parents they do what they had to do for their child yeah. um keep going keep going i don't know any of these the aristocats yes. she was a great mother yes great single mother who and could ask for better he wants to be a cat everybody yeah like she look at her she's so suave she's someone you can really look up to and of course her little her little with the pink bow i don't remember her, her child's name but she was like i'm gonna be like listen take it after her mother being fine as hell <laughs> <laughs> it was it's good we like her right and who else oh my goodness Blah, blah, blah. 70s. Blah, blah. Uh, there's a Robin Hood in the 1973. Uh, to be honest, I don't know. I forgot what's the difference between the Robin Hood in 1973 and the one in the 1950s. I don't even uh, remember. Either. I don't know. Cause it. The Little, Littlest Horse Thieves. Uh, oh, Freaky Friday. Um, in 1977. Yeah, so. I don't know that one. Go, 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 go. Man, we get to skip all of these. Oh, my goodness. I mean, most of our memory. Well, I guess, speaking for myself, memories uh, are, like, in the Disney Renaissance. Yes. So, like... Probably, like, late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. So, like, the Black Cauldron is, like, probably when we started, like, watching... Well, like, I can still skip all of these. so I don't remember any of them. Yeah. It's so, like, we're maybe- coming. Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Oh, yeah, great. Uh, framed- there wasn't really any parents in that. There were no parents. Nope. So we can kind of skip that one. Um, uh, Oliver and Company? Wasn't one of them an Oliver?
1: Wasn't he an uh, orphan?
0: Possibly. Uh, the next one, I think, in 1989 is the Dead Poets Society. Ah, oh, yes, I remember that one uh he was a great role model <laughs> yeah I'm thinking as a teacher and I guess as a teacher they probably you get a lot put on you because not only have to teach them, sometimes you're like a bottle for the kids mm-hmm. a parent for the kids I'm thinking you're asking a lot for a teacher that's right and he excelled as a teacher because like he he really like did teach these kids like do you know how hard it is to teach kids poetry like they don't care <laughs> So, like, he really was, like, educating and elevating these kids. So, bravo. We will always say bravo to that man. May he rest in peace. Um, Robin Williams. Um, Okay, keep going. Oh, wait, honey, I shrunk the kids. He shrunk the kids. That was irresponsible. (laughs) Yes. I also remember, honey, I shrunk ourselves. So, he continues fucking up. He just continues. He's just a bad dad okay like well i'm gonna put him in the middle category because do i think he wanted to shrink his kids no but also you were over here dicking around and you shrunk my kids i you you bet you best believe that i'm about to ream you out for the rest of your life okay like you shrunk my kids <laughs> i don't think so all right the little mermaid now i'm gonna tell y'all right now y'all give king Triton a lot of shit I think he just needed to have better communication skills. Okay. Like he was a single dad. Okay. Like out here, raising seven whole daughters. Okay. And then this last one just over here, like, I want to marry a human. Like what girl? No. (laughs) You want to go to the surface world. And I guess it's the rebellious phase. And I guess that's Mm -hmm. where I get a lot of parents because you can't always watch her. Yeah. So I'm thinking, dad, I'm 16. I'm not a kid anymore. And I guess, I guess that's never like sign your adult. And when you start agreeing with the parents more, right? Kind of like with the film Dirty Dancing, I'm thinking, why is the dad the bad guy? I mean, I don't want my daughter dancing with a 40 year old guy. I did abortion for your friend without asking questions. And all I told you is not to do, just sit home and not dance. That's all you have to do. But no, I'm the bad guy when you want to dance with this guy. That's right. Like, why am I bad? Because you wanted to dance with an elder man, and I was trying to protect you. All right, uh, Beauty and the Beast. I think he's a great dad. He was a single dad mm-hmm. of a girl because he her how to, he taught her how to be smart and independent. Yeah, and read books and everything. Yeah, so, he's a modern man. Yeah, I love that about him. He's a little kooky, but that's what adds to his charm. I like him. Um, who else? Honey, I blew up the kid. Jesus Christ. This man good. is just steady fucking up. <laughs> Aladdin. <laughs> um, so we find out in the second Aladdin that he has a daddy who wants him to join a band of thieves, which I don't think is a good role model. Wait, that was the third one. The oh, second the one when Jafar returns. Oh, okay, yeah, that's right. Sorry, I mixed up my Aladdin's. Um, In the first Aladdin, though, we have the Sultan, who I think is just kind of like absent minded. Do I think he's a bad daddy? Not necessarily. I would also put him in the mid category. Yeah, but. I think he tried to do what's best. Like, you know, Jasmine, you know, this is the way we always do it. Cause I guess he's. it's kind of hard to rate that generational cause like, okay, I want to do what's best for you. Get to a good man, marry, and then he'll become a sultan. Like in the newer films, I heard that she, uh, Jasmine wants to become sultan. Yeah, that's right. We like that. <laughs> we love that for her so i'm yeah like i just think he was a little absent-minded especially in the first film in which like he just wanted to play with his little figurines and go about his journey but he's not a bad daddy um the lion king i I think they're good parents yeah I i mean probably i'm not sure what simba well Mufasa's parents is because I'm thinking that probably creates some generational trauma because mm-hmm. I heard Scar's real name, uh, I forgot it's what trash, it is. Yeah. Taka yeah. translates to trash. Yes, so Which is- yeah, that fucked him up. So I'm thinking you're kind of create tension between. Uh, brothers and then you're thinking okay give it to him i'm just thinking you're kind of creating trauma and you're kind of creating generational trauma so i'm thinking the grandparents of simba fucked up but i'm thinking uh-huh. mufasa probably didn't yeah i i think mufasa was a good and you know we all cried when he died so that's how you know he was a good parent <laughs> um next we have a goofy movie Love that movie. Yeah, I think he's great being a single dad. Right. Well, it's the first Goofy movie. So I'm thinking he's still, as he gets older, I mean, as a teenager, I guess now I can see both sides because I'm thinking he's young. I want to do something independent. I want to go to a concert. Mm-hmm. whereas is that like, no, let's do an old fashioned bonding trip. That's right, but they eventually come together, which is what you love to see. And I love Goofy as a person, uh, whatever, he is he a dog, is he a cow, I don't know. But like, I love him as a character. And so I'm just like, he's a good dad. I think like, cause wait, does Donald have, Donald don't have kids. Yeah, he, it's actually his nephew. Nephews, nephews. They that's right. But he, I think he's a good, he's an okay uncle. Um, but yeah, I think like he's a good dad. I love Goofy as a dad. Um, all right, let's see what else we got. Pocahontas. Pocahontas. Oh, would I skip you, Pocahontas? Uh, going up. Da, da, da. Pocahontas. 1995. <laughs> I still think it's hilarious. Um, looking back on Disney, fun fact they thought they split their animators in two uh-huh. one to work on Pocahontas, one to work on Lion King. Tha- okay. Pocahontas is going to be the big film of the year, going Oscars and eh you guys can just work on that boring old Lion King. But history remembers Lion King better than Pocahontas. That's true cuz I can't tell you. She had a daddy, right? She had a daddy. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's right. That's what I thought. See, I can't remember. All I knew, all I remember is like the line about white devils. <laughs> and I said, that's great. Um But I don't feel like he was, he again, like Pocahontas was a little rebellious, even though in history, that's not how it happened. But like Pocahontas was a little rebellious and the daddy was like, why don't you just marry? Like, I don't remember that man's name the other yeah, one yeah that fine like native That's right. that fine ass man he was fine okay like why would you want john smith when you can have the uh his name started with the k or something but i'm yeah. like and funny thing is like pocahontas is based on john smith's writing it's practically just like self-made fanfic i'm like oh all these native girls love me right, oh right. and i didn't blow myself up with my own gun right and, Pocahontas love me so kind of they just kind of like self-made fan fiction exactly and y'all turned it into a movie <laughs> and funny Moana and Pocahontas tell the same story except Moana's better of course it is because it's like also Lin-Manuel Miranda sang on it like I just <laughs> and you actually got people of the Polynesian Samoan fate because you got people with the Smoen singing it and the rock who has Samoan heritage coming in and you got like Polynesians like okay this is how you get the artwork and everything. So I guess it's a little bit more true to fashion not just kind of uh, appropriating culture. Exactly. Yes better. We have Toy Story. There are no the parents are not mentioned that often in like Toy Story. Yeah, just, like, they bought Andy toys. So, I'm thinking it's a very safe middle-class family. Yeah. I mean, I guess the only bad parents, well, I'm not sure where the parents go wrong with the bully. That's right, yeah, the the bully who, like, puts toys together, like, and tortures them. <laughs> yeah, like, I remember, like, a one joke with the Barbie legs and the hook, because she's supposed uh-huh. to be a hooker. Yeah. <laughs> I miss that joke. I missed it when I was a kid, too, but... Yeah, I wondered. I feel like those parents were, I think there were, I feel like his parents were working parents and he had to basically watch himself. I think that's what was going on and he didn't have yeah. enough attention, so. Ooh, the hunchback of Notre Dame. Uh, Minister Frollo. I guess he's racist and he abuses power in the church. That's right. But uh, he's not technically anybody's daddy unless you want to count Quasimodo. I mean, he did took Quasimodo in as a baby and that's the closest thing Quasimodo had to a parent and probably a truer version as a lot of people say of Stockholm Syndrome or not what Belle had because Belle doesn't have Stockholm Syndrome. It's actually Rapunzel and Quasimodo where it's like, okay, I love this person but who also abuses me and I'm thinking I can't hate them too much and I guess until the end realize, fuck it. And I think if the Hunchback of Nota Dame gets released today, it'll probably do better. Yeah, definitely. I think so too. Um, but yeah, Frollo was a bitch. <laughs> we hate him. Um, all right, rapid fire. Um, <laughs> Cause there's so many films. Oh my God, Hercules. Um, Technically, Hercules is not accurate to Greek mythology, but we're gonna ignore that. Hera and Zeus are actually okay people in this movie, even though in Greek mythology, they're terrible um, and they just lose their baby. Yeah, I mean, it's Disney. They make Zeus actually a good father. And I guess the bad thing about Disneyfication, I'm going to go off a tangent, where they just kind of take the darkness Mm -hmm. out of fucking everything and just kind of make it cute and wonderful Disney brand of kindness. Because I guess I should have mentioned with with Pinocchio, like the daughter, I think the child of the person who wrote the original Pinocchio, which is a lot more darker, with Pinocchio thinking he actually killed his... Gasparo, and the different. fairy because he decided to be an asshole mm-hmm. and he realized I killed them and I'm such a bad puppet I think he gets turned back into I guess wood and then mm-hmm. other things and you know Disney kind of like takes anything and just takes the darkness out of things and one thing I was reading is that kids need that darkness yeah because when kids let's say kids in like cancer would read the dark fairy tales it kind of makes sense of the world that's right. Versus, and they say like any girl that like romanticizes Disney, they're more likely to get into like abusive relationships because you know mm-hmm. love solves all. Right? Yeah, that's usually the and we listen. I could go on about fairy tales all day long. Oh my god, don't do this to me. Like <laughs> another episode, we'll talk about it because I've read, listen my shelf, but we'll talk about that in another time. But yes, that's not how you know. That's not how that actually went. That's not how a lot of these went. But my good, ooh flubber. The 1997 version. Uh, well, Ralph we'll from Williams. Um, I guess he kind of became a father in the end when you reprogrammed his robot, because the robot originally became like a romantic person and well, romantically involved. And you're like, okay, well, I'm just gonna reprogram to be like a daughter. Mm-hmm. So it'll be less creepy. Less creepy, fair. We have Mulan. Mulan, I, I, her daddy, like, it's fine. Oh, the only thing that I say I have a problem with, but this is also a cultural thing, is that they right. were like kind of like pushing her to get married. But again, that's a cultural thing, so I can't entirely like just be mad at them because they were like, "Yeah, girl, get a husband." Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking, okay, it's a man's place. I'm thinking I may be dying, but you need to know your place, move on, and I was, so yes, it is a cultural thing. And then on top of that, um, kind of like. This is a man's place, and you're a woman. Mm-hmm. But I'm guessing what's ultimately great because she proved herself as a warrior, and I guess as a daughter. I'm thinking, hey, the emperor gave me to this, and I'm not like the daughter you wanted, but this is what I have. Like, you know what? It doesn't matter because, like the lo- the cherry blossom, you bloom, and I'm more proud of you. You have you as my daughter than ever before. I'm just thinking. Aww. I know. So- I do I love Mulan that movie is so great um but yeah I think our parents are like our parents are fine um Tarzan he don't his parents are the gorillas and the gorilla mama is great the gorilla father is questionable (laughs) he's questionable but I like his mama right I like her that's all I have to say. Like, could she really? She did. She basically raised him. Like, in the the daddy was just kind of like, Bruh! And it's like, bro, you don't need to yell all the time. Yeah, it's not effective parenting. Uh, Toy Story two in nineteen ninety nine. Again, like there really wasn't any parents involved. I mean, they did mention like her uh the mom a little bit. I mean, there was a theory going around that the mom originally had that toy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the girl toy. From uh, Disney. Uh, I don't, I mean, I, the original. Oh, the, uh, uh, the cowgirl. Jesse? Yeah, the cow. Yeah, Jesse. Mm-hmm. And that, that was the mom who had it and that mm-hmm. she kind of felt abandoned. But I'm not sure if that's rumors true or not. Holy not. crap. The movie Dinosaur. I remember having the puppet for that and it came out in 2000. It's like <laughs> a suppressed memory. <laughs> oh my God. I don't remember that one. Hmm to be honest with you um we have oh emperor's new groove well remember the titans in 2000 like oh, right. is that remember the titans with the uh the based on a tru- yeah the football team hmm. didn't know that came out in 2000 i didn't either i thought that came out later but i could be wrong um Emperor's new groove. Well, one hundred and two dimensions is after that. Again, they're all great parents. Um, <laughs> before that, but Emperor's new groove wasn't really. There wasn't really parents in that. I, don't think. I mean, the closest thing was the uh, the shepherd, and she, uh, it's the only time they showed anyone pregnant in a Disney movie. Hmm. Is why I was praying, like, okay, can you not like build your water park because that's where I live and I'm taking care of my child. And I guess he is like a friend, and I guess. Pseudo father figure in Cusco because also in Emperor's New School he also takes care of Cusco too, so kind of like a father. Because I'm not sure how old Cusco is. Neither am I. But I'm thinking he's kind of like a uh, teenager, so there probably wasn't besides that family. And I think they were a good family because you know he wants to provide for his wife, and mm-hmm. he had like two kids with mm-hmm. a third one on the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so too. I honestly, again, I barely remember what you're talking about, but I'm going to agree because, <laughs> yeah. Wait, okay. So next we have Atlantis, the lost empire. Do we have? Was he? I'm not sure. If his parents were in there because like, I also remember like having the little go up crystal and a happy meal, huh? and I remember thinking, sweet, and go up the stairs and discover like. Whatever ruins in this uh eerie apartment that we had. Oh, in <laughs> Erie, Pennsylvania, not scary, eerie. Oh, but yeah, okay. I'm thinking um go downstairs, see some lost treasures in there. Well, oh, This is it was a great movie. Um Prince's Diaries. Um, uh, I guess the grandpa with the kid was the... nice. I mean the mother was there, right? Oh wait, um, I'm think. oh, I'm thinking of the different. I'm thinking of the princess bride my bad (laughs) (laughs) I was like wait I feel like you're skipping like the queen like the mama (laughs) the ma and they were both I think they were both good the mama was very I feel like she was also a very modern for like the time I think and then the grandma like I think like I I mean I liked her even though she was like pretty traditional but she also let um Anne Hathaway's character I forgot her name um I forgot the character's name she also let her kind of like rule without she was like you don't need a husband and I'm like that's great yeah so I think kind of like modernize the monarchy and I realized it's very hard to do because yeah. I also listened to a podcast about Princess Diana and how she wanted to modernize the uh, monarchy, and a lot of things that she did kind of parallels to what Meghan Markle's doing now, like she gets married to it, big wedding of the century, they didn't like, and there's some story that comes out were not 100% true, and then she said, okay, I want to step back and not be like a senior royal, and then she decided to just leave the family, and Princess Diana was pretty paranoid near her death, because she thought, okay, I'm going to die in a car accident, uh, <laughs> She,
1: she thought could she see thought, the
0: future because <laughs> she thought, okay, gonna die in a car accident. Then Charles will get remarried. Um, but the originals to remarry the nanny that was taking care of Harry and William. It's it's a whole interesting reading about Princess Diana's life yeah definitely but yeah like i love the princess diaries it's such a good movie um okay we're gonna do one more like we're gonna do this last one because there's way too many freaking movies (laughs) and maybe we'll come back to this but the last one we have is lilo and stitch in which Mm nani is i actually love lilo and stitch and i guess fun fact about me uh my sister stewie bought me a charm bracelet and the first one she gave me was one that says ohana on it (laughs) um, Stitch on it and I'm thinking as a sister I think uh forgot her name uh yeah Nani is a great older sister who also had to like step up and like take care of her little sister so she realized okay I have to step up I gave up her dreams Mm -hmm. of being a surfer to be a better older sister and she kind of has like a boyfriend on the side mm-hmm. so then i guess i kind of see like oh, that kind of almost pretty well my feelings except we don't have a strange ass dog alien yeah dog alien listen that's the only thing you're missing um I like it, too. Like, I think Nani worked very hard to make sure that Lilo had, honestly, the best life that she could possibly have with other parents. And she took, like, all, so many things in stride that, like, most parents would not. Like, like Stitch showing up, like, listen, like this. Like, most parents would, be like, get that damn thing out of here. What? Yes, and she was also understanding of Lilo because, you know, Lilo's a little bit weird. hmm uh so you're thinking okay like oh it's because you got fired because he was a vampire like yes he was a vampire that's right so I'm thinking, instead of like like Lilo can you just be fucking normal for a second she didn't she accepted her little sister yeah and then I, I love her for that I love Nani <laughs> like nobody gives Nani enough credit um but yes those are our rankings of Disney parents um for now we couldn't do everything because listen i'm not i only got halfway through the damn list like we only got to like 2002 when didn't realize it also got like other subsidiaries of disney i guess we probably should have like do disney animated films yeah like i was not prepared at all but i think it was fun regardless um but yeah guys uh so takeaways for this episode just be nice to your kids (laughs) like on it just be better like just be be better than your parents were don't repeat the same mistakes and treat your kids like human beings the end and it's hard breaking generational curses or doing things differently because I'm guessing best way you know how and I guess from my side I understand and also I guess on my side since I'm an adult probably understand your parent stories because mm-hmm. I understand just like especially with women there's like I probably have like more opportunities that my mom didn't had because you know mm-hmm. this expectation of you need to have kids young you need to get married young where it's like okay I'm 27 right now at this age my mom had two kids and was pregnant with baby number three with two more to go mm-hmm. I'm thinking and I'm 27 I'm barely keeping my uh succulents alive <laughs> get it plant parent uh I I mean I feel like when my mom at this point also had two kids um I wasn't until like several years after but like at 26 like you know like that's like and like I've never been like kind of pushed towards that and I'm thankful for that but you know there's still things that you can learn and please like I think that's that's also a main takeaway like please don't ever think like you're going to be an expert you can always learn something and and change and grow and I think as human beings we should strive to do that and never just kind of get stuck in the same place and in our you know traditionalist mindset or whatever like you, you can be a better person if you try right so that's it everybody stay safe wear your masks please get vaccinated because we don't want mutations and then we have like super corona or like another disease come up that's worse than corona which would suck ass because I'm trying to do a family trip on Orlando so that's right I'm going (laughs) that's right don't fuck up our family trip okay exactly (laughs) Oh my gosh. Follow us on social media. It's at Nikki Cal okay, Follow me on S-glam. In- Instagram. Inst Instagram. I mean, Instagram. <laughs> I need a glamour for Instagram. Uh lady underscore blurred94 on Instagram. And you want to follow me on Snapchat? I really don't post much. Belinda underscore Mars 2545. Mm-hmm. And yeah, um, That's it, y'all. I guess we'll see you next week. (laughs) (laughs) See you next week. Bye!